Welcome, ladies and germs, to the 15th episode of This Podcast is Dead, the podcast featuring three old friends talking about everything and nothing at the same time. This episode is brought to you by the new Unsolved Mysteries. It's actually pretty good. Rob definitely killed Patrice. I hate so. Uh, I hate that that yeah. like unsolved. It's like, bro, like he literally, like, man, he kind of bragged in the beginning of like, oh, like I studied criminal justice and like, ha-ha. so before before we get into it, before we get into it, if you guys haven't seen Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix yet, go watch it. I've only seen the first two episodes, but it's not like that matters because it's not like the stories don't tie in with each other. Every episode is different. Spoiler alert: um, They're still unsolved. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Spoiler alert, guys! All the episodes are still unsolved. So for all the Gen Z kids who never you, saw the you, original. If you wanna, if you wanna see this, hear the story or whatever, and you don't want to hear it from us, because we're gonna talk. I want to talk about this specific episode. And um, if you haven't seen it yet, and you don't want to be spoiled, quote unquote, by it or whatever, uh, just spoiler alert. Uh, fast forward, but. I mean, it, there's there's not really much to spoil, right? Like, it's called Unsolved Mysteries for, for a reason. It was a mystery, uh, and it's still unsolved. Yep. Yeah. Um. But so on in episode two, or not episode? Is it I, episode think two? I think it's. Yes, it is. Is it two? No, no, it's two. It's called Thirteen Minutes. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. This this girl works at a salon, and there's a thirteen minute period window where she gets kidnapped and she disappears. Right, and they talk. They they interview the son. They interview the husband. They interview the family, um, the dad, the friends, uh, people that were going into the the salon that know her that way. And uh, the the husband comes off like super fucking sus. Like at the the first thing that he says in the interview, like in the whole episode, he's like, "I have a degree in criminal justice." So I know what I'm talking about. And then he like smirks at the camera. Dude, he had that creepy smirk it, the entire time, bro. And instantly, it when that happened, like I was like, that seems like like you don't that just seems sus as fuck. I was like, it, it was and him. Then, it was fucking him. <laughs> the moment he said nah, that shit. I, it, nah, that's not when I found like that's not when I thought about it. When he started like talking about like how he was like really possessive of her and like he wanted to like keep her and like nobody else can have her. Even how they met was, was other, sus as fuck, dude. Too. Like, all this when you want to know? Okay, I'll tell you exactly when I was like, "Oh no, he fucking did it." When she disappeared, and the next day he locked the doors. Yeah, exactly. No, he changed. He changed. He changed the locks on all the house doors. So, so, so if, someone come if, in, dude. It's like, what the fuck? Like, so what are you hiding? If, if if your wife goes missing. Not dead, not like they, nothing. She goes missing, and then 24 hours later, you change the locks on the door of your house, on all the doors of your house. And his his reasoning was that be, he didn't want to let his stepson in the house because he didn't like him. It's like that's kind of like come, I, I don't know, man. That that's a shitty excuse. But I, dude, but that's yeah, dude. That's not even like a shitty excuse. That's not an excuse because if you have a missing person that you love why would you do that what if they show up at like three o'clock in the morning like what the what the what what do you mean like why would you do that so like 
there's no way. And then, like, all those other things, like, when that happened, I was like, oh, he fucking killed this chick. Here's, like, here's my thing, though. It's like, there's no sign of a struggle. There's no sign of a break-in. Like, nothing to where, like, somebody... She, oh, the salon? Yeah, yeah where, yeah, like, yeah. somebody no, broke in. Some, no one stole anything. Like, there's no sign of a struggle. So there was cash. So there was cash missing from the cash register. But I think that that was a setup to yeah. make it look like a robbery. Obviously. But the thing is that, like, there's no sign of a struggle. So, like, obviously she went with someone she knew. It wasn't someone that, like, that, like kidnapped her some fucking stranger. Like, it was someone she knew and trusted that she went with. So, Again, point so, to the okay. husband. Like, it's all so, fine okay, point to him. So, here's here's what I think. I'll tell you what I think. And I'll explain it in a little bit. In, like, as short as I can. I think he didn't do it. Like, the kidnapping. Uh-huh. I, I don't think he did it. But I think he had somebody else do it for him. Now, I feel like somebody else might have killed him. Uh, because remember, he had like... There, there's there's so many like theories going on. Because he says that he has proof that at the time of the kidnapping, he was at a gas station getting gas. Which is like, okay, he's like, I have a receipt. But you can have anybody else do that for you. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like He could have had somebody do it for him while he was doing the kidnapping, blah, blah, blah. Or he could have just... Drove by there, went to the trash can, picked up a fucking receipt, and took off. Like, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but the thing that that throws it all off for me is that there was a, a, a car there. Remember, around this certain point in time, the 13-minute window, there was two people that knew that place that drove by it, and they saw the car, like the the girl, the that girl that got kidnapped. Her car was parked in front of the building, next to like a blue vehicle. Now, what a lot of people are assuming is that this random person is like a nobody pulled in and was like, hey, I need a jump start. Can you come like help jump the car for me? And that's why she moved her car from where she usually has it parked up close to where this blue car is. That makes sense. <clears throat> the thing is, is also as um, this guy has uh, records and timestamps of when he left and when he came in it like when he was in and out of work. Like and that can be easily like messed with or whatever. So I kind of but, understand that people think that that's not like bullshit. But like it's actually really hard to like forge your fucking like timestamps and stuff at work. Also like, though, it's, it's actually really his, hard. His airtight alibi is like sus too though. It's very sus. Because yes, like he it, had it's everything like, it's down. Really like convenient. oh, it couldn't be me because I have this receipt from the gas station. Yeah, also it's, at it's these times convenient. I was here. Like he knew exactly like how to time it to. Okay, at this time I was here. This time I was here. Like he had everything to the time. And it's like. Why would you just randomly, like, have that, you know? Like, I don't know, man. It, it seemed like he was he was prepared, like, ready to defend himself. Yeah, it was it was very convenient. Um, and then, so, anyway, let me kind of get to, like, the the meat, the good, the... Cr- this is where I was like, dude, this guy's fucking gross. Like, this is the Oh, dude, the shit. gross shit? Yeah, okay, okay. Well, yeah, okay, so, um, <clears throat> they, she goes missing or whatever. They, they, all this like information is coming out like nobody knows where she's at like all, blah 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 about a year and a half later they find her remains in like a fucking forest somewhere right and it's just like bones and um they're talking about how like there's no way somebody can like carry her up this area because all her bones weren't like scattered so that means that like they were all in one location that she means that like there. yeah she well no they're thinking that she decomped somewhere else because if she decomped there like wildlife and like buzzards and shit they would have pulled apart her body pieces and taken them somewhere else true like 
Like the the pieces would have been scattered due to like, you know, wildlife like getting at it, right, and like eating it, because it, it, it's a forest. Like <laughs> there's a body in a forest. Like it's decompositioning. Like there's gonna be like buzzards and shit that come and eat it. Coyotes or any kind of fucking maybe. animal. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> but they were all in one area, which people are assuming that like she was killed beforehand, and she decomped or somewhere else and they they threw her remains there um anyway so like and, and the husband right like again they they talked to him about this and he was like well you might actually need like a wheelbarrow to take her body up to that location like he says like like shit like why would you say that and he, like, he why, had this fucking like fucking pedogrin the entire time dude like, like why would you say that like, why are you specific? Like, I don't know. He it, seems so happy to anyway, be on, 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 on TV, like, talking about it. Like, like um, I don't know, man. It's fucking frustrating. Yeah, so so um, they get the remains of whatever. The coroner gets a hold of them. They find out it's her. Nobody knows who did it. Blah, blah, blah. So the husband has a, makes a special request for the coroner to get her bones. Um rearrange them as best as he can to make it look like a fucking human body and then give him give rob which is like the husband and the 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 remains some alone time in a room by themselves and the husband talks about how he like picked up the skull and like kissed it and like did a dance with it and shit and like he they they grinded up the bones or whatever Turned it into, like, ashes. Gave the ashes to him. And he says on camera, I shit you not. He's like, I sleep with that box of ashes. I've slept with it every night since. Like, it's so weird, like, how he talks about, like, the remains of her body. And how they're, like, his prized possession that, like, nobody else can have. Oh, which, by the way, he didn't give any to the son. And he didn't... Um, let her, let the son keep any pictures. The son, dude, I felt so bad for him, dude. Like, holy shit, this guy got like, this guy just got fucked. Like, it was really bad. But um, yeah, that so like the ending is like super crazy because it's like, damn, dude, like. But the the main like piece of information that kind of like that leads it mostly to him. Is that the son was saying that she wanted to divorce him because he was so controlling and so like, like you know, fucking po- possessive shit. too. And like, he claimed that he didn't know that she never mentioned anything of divorce. That that, that they love each other and like we're like no, like, we're in love. We're in love. That that, that wasn't. I, I never heard of anything oh, about yeah, that. Oh yeah, and every yeah everybody was like, dude, they used to argue all the time. Like they always used to get in fights. Like the son would be like, yeah, I would hear them fight a lot, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, the chick's friends came on camera and they were like, yeah, she used to came, come to work and, like, complain about him, that they got into a big fight or whatever. And then they asked him and he's like, argue? We never argued. We never argued. What was the point of arguing? Guy was we were hella delusional. Mad. We were we were never mad at each other. It was always love. And I was like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> it all, it all <laughs> dude, points back totally, to him, dude. He, he totally was involved in the death of his wife, bro. I'm just saying. Here, here's what I think, dude. It, it was a, a, like, classic, like, oh, you're going to leave me? Like, if I can't have you, no one can. So, like, he had her killed and kept her fucking remains. That way he's like, I can always have her with me. Very, very Ted Bundy-ish, dude. Fuck like, yeah, that's, dude. like, I got, like, a really big, like, Ted Bundy vibe off this guy. Like, 
just the way like i don't know and he talks about how like he thinks about like the last moments of her life and he gets really upset because he's like i really hope nobody did anything nasty to her it's like or god forbid use her as a as a toy yeah and he was like, talking about her like, rape like really like, like like how do i put it like um like cuck ish dude like he was real like i hope nobody raped her or, like used her as a toy it's like but like not in a, in like a sad way like in a fucking like weird sadistic way i don't know man it was really gross the way he it was, was yeah he was it was really it. gross and very sadistic like in, he just seemed very like it her ashes and like her remains to him felt very like like Schmeagle in the fucking ring <laughs> like that like the my precious like dude like it came off like that like super hard like he oh and then he like opens up the box that like the ashes are kept in and he's like this is the first time I'm ever opening up the ashes and he like opens them up and he's like this is a really sad moment for me like real like like, why would you do this on camera for the first time? Or, like, he says stuff that he's like, I've never said this to anyone before. Like, he seemed very. why like, would you say that to, like, millions of people, bro? What the, what? He seemed very, like, oh, this is my trophy kind of thing. Like, it was, he was very much like a trophy killer. Like, he had all the, like, like the, the attributes of a trophy killer. Yeah, it was very crazy. If you guys, I know we've talked a lot about it, but you guys really should go check out that episode because it's fucking crazy. Like it's and the show is really good so far. Like my every quick episode question, is awesome. hold up. My quick question is like forensics should have been like gotten greater over like the past years and shit. If it was him, they would have caught something already. So that's why that's why I'm saying like I don't think it was him. They wrote it off I as like his that, like oh like he has receipts. Cool, he's he's no longer suspect, which is kind of like it, stupid. So I don't. Yeah, they did. Apparently, they did an investigation. Uh, they said now they private eye they, or like the investigator on on that was getting interviewed, he, or the detective, whatever. He was like, uh, now it's probably he said the op the um, the percentage of him like not doing this is not it's it's low, but it's not zero. And he's like, but the like the odds of him actually doing this are like super low like like it was, it's really hard for him to like pull this off like if he pulled it off like he like it's crazy how he did it because we like really investigated and searched and shit like but like he was like the detective said also in the episode he was like that doesn't rule out that he got like a man up for hire like a you know man like a, a hitman for hire or whatever yeah um, he was Cover like, his tracks. That, he, yeah, he was like, "That's that doesn't rule this out." So that definitely could be like a thing, and that's what I think. I think he didn't do it. I think he definitely had somebody else do it, um, because there's also uh, people that were interviewed that were like serial killers, quote unquote, that said that they were involved with this chick, and that one of them even admitted to killing her. And then later on, like, dismissed it by saying, oh, it was a lie. I never killed her. Yeah, people so wanted, wanted like, to claim the kill, but apparently, like, they were all, like, they were all lying pretty much. But it, it's, yeah, it's, that, it's I, I get, like, that, like, forensics and all that shit. But it's still, like. But, like, it's, when you watch the episode, just his mannerisms and the way he talks about everything and, like, the way he holds himself, it's all really fucking creepy, dude. Like, whether he did it or not, it, he, it's a freak, creepy fucking dude, like. 
that's what makes you want to point to him because he's so he's so weird in the way he talks about it and, and like his smile and everything about it just points to him like i feel i feel so here's what i think happened i think he knew about the divorce obviously he lied about that i so he knew about the divorce and he was like fuck i don't want anybody else to have this woman so he set somebody to kill her and give her the remains that's what i think give him the remains yeah that that's honestly what it what it points to because he already but knew, at like, this point, if she, it, if she dies and they find her remains, like, those remains are going to be mine. But at this point, it, like, every fucking theory is plausible. It's just, like, where's the science behind it? And why have, like, I don't know if they, they just left it as a cold case. Like, I, that doesn't make sense. I think, it, yeah, it, it's, that's what I'm saying. Because the thing is, is that, like, they don't know what happened. Like, they don't know who kidnapped her. They don't know if she was kidnapped. They don't know... They don't know. Like, she was at... It was literally like she was here at one point, she vanished, and then dead somewhere else. <laughs> like, like how long no ago sign- was... Like, how long ago was this that there's no camera evidence of anything? That's uh, what I said. Because this happened in, what, like 2004? 2004, yeah. No, it was 2004. Yeah, because her body was found in 2005. And you're going to tell me somebody with a business didn't have a fucking security camera? That's what I it's said. It's all really fishy, man. The whole case is really fucking, like, it's like, really like, weird. To me, the case just sounds fucking made up. It could be, but I'm, I'm not be. gonna say that it is because, like, I mean, like, honestly, somebody died, and you know, if that's yeah, the, know. if that's like, the case, like, I mean, like, not to like put any like disrespect upon her, like, being a victim or passing. whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't know. To me, it's just like you're gonna write it off as a cold case in 2004. Fucking post Y2K, everything's fucking. I mean. Not not even just Y2K post fucking 9/11, right? 9/11. So yeah. it, all the security just like went up a hundredfold after fucking 9/11. So you're gonna tell me there's no fucking like street camera or a business camera that caught her like moving so the car? From what or... I remember, what from what I remember, this the place that this happened in, which it's always like some bumfuck area that like nobody's ever heard like i swear to god i never heard about this city before in my life and it seems like it's a very like small rural area where there's like fucking nothing but like woods and like nothing else maybe like a gas station and like a small store and like a couple of houses or some shit like it just it where the salon is at the salon is right off of like a busy highway that like is in the middle of fucking nowhere like it's crazy yeah but like i don't i don't really know like i don't i don't understand why they wouldn't have but that's what i said i said like i don't know why she didn't have cameras but but anyway if you if you haven't seen the um if you haven't seen the show you should definitely check it out i haven't seen any of the other episodes yet but it's 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 pretty it's pretty good so far yeah the rest of it's pretty good i don't know it just seems pretty too far-fetched i mean either that or it, it seems like either like someone was was like you know working with them or in on it you know that had like oh it, it's okay a cold case fuck it you know you know what i mean yeah yeah or let's did fabricate you, uh... a story and it, the girl could have died in other ways because did they yeah, say what the, what, what, the, what the fucking cause of death yeah the cause of death no well because no because they they didn't find like she it was just bones but they, bo- they found her 
Like, no, there's no, like, I don't think they found any, like, stab. But see, the, see, that's what I'm saying is, like, forensic science, right, like, up to, to, to today has, like, grown, extre- like, fucking huge. That mm-hmm. they could, that scientists can now, like, call a, a fucking, um, a cause of death by looking at the bones. And I'm not trying to make this, like, fiction, like, that show Bones or whatever. But it's mm-hmm. just, like, you know, if somebody got strangled... You know, there's going to be trauma too, especially if you say like if they said on the case, because I mean, I, I didn't watch it. Right. But I mean, if they're talking about it and then that the bones were fucking like damn near perfect and that they were placed there, like it would show some sign of cause of death. Yeah, I think I don't really know too much about like that part of forensics, so I don't like to make assumptions, but. I, I'm going to assume that getting, like, a team that's able to decipher, like, what a cause of death is based on, like, bone structure or, like, anything wrong with bones is probably, like, expensive. And if I'm talking about, like, a rural area where there's not, like, a lot of money, I don't think they're going to be able to afford something, like, to somebody, like, a whole team to, like, But that take falls a look back down entire, on state, you know though. Mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, true. I, I don't remember what state it was in either. I don't know. It's just like, to me, like, there could have been a lot more done if it was real. But I mean, like, I'm not trying to, like, pass over the fact that, that it could have happened, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's just, I really like the show a lot because it, it does, it keeps me thinking like this. And I like, I really like open-ended stuff where, like, I can think about, like, different theories and how this might have worked out and how this might have happened. Very interactive. Even, like, it being, like... Yeah, even if if it's fabricated or like overly exaggerated, like that's still a, a, it's a, something else a theory to think about. in itself. It's something yeah, else exactly. to think about. Yeah, it, it's it's dope. It's super dope. Um, but yeah, I I actually started watching that shit. It's pretty sick. Um, definitely check it out if you guys haven't. Um, did you guys have you guys seen anything or checked out anything recently this week? Anything crazy? Uh. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I've watched anything new this week. I've just been watching old movies. Did you catch up with Brooklyn Nine-Nine already, Jay, or no? Yeah, I, I, I'm, like, up to date with it. Nice. Nice. Uh, basically, yeah, I've just been watching that, and I kind of went back to re- revisit um, uh, no, not Thrax's fucking latest album. Oh yeah, you told you said you told us about that. And um, that's a band that it's from the UK. And if you're into like mix experimental extreme music, I mean, I give these guys a listen to. Um, they're kind of all over like like the metal spectrum in a way. There there was a lot more clean singing on this album than I was used to. And I don't know. To me, like the album's actually a, a pretty fucking solid album. Oh, I did real quick want to touch on um, something that pissed me off. Um, so if y'all haven't seen Hamilton, uh, the the Broadway musical on Disney Plus, it's really fucking good. Um, amazing. It's fucking amazing, dude. But like, it's so amazing. here's the thing: people are getting mad and like trashing Hamilton because it's not like historically accurate, which is like stupid, man. Like, here's the way I see it, man. None of the founding fathers are fucking dancing and fucking like rapping and fucking dancing. In, in that time, dude, like it's unrealistic to think it's gonna be like historically possible. You don't watch 
Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and be like, well, fuck, this didn't actually happen. Where are the vampires? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. It's the yeah, same yeah. fucking thing. Like, it's not going to be yeah. a historic record, of course. But that doesn't take away from the fact that it's a great musical. It's written great. The music's amazing. Like, the acting's great. Like, fucking in. It's dope. Here, I, I feel like people don't want to enjoy things anymore, dude. They, that they, they spend so much time looking for something to, wrong that they don't wait, enjoy wait, shit wait, anymore. Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying Abraham Lincoln didn't kill vampires? <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay. No. Fuck, dude. That's the only reason why I watched that movie. <laughs> that movie was actually dope. That was by a good the way. fucking movie. Actually, yeah, that movie was actually pretty cool. It, it, uh, it was. I, I, it was strangely historically accurate, minus the vampires. I have the book. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> but Hamilton was sick. Hamilton was sick. It, fucking enjoy it for what it is. Don't like look. This isn't historically accurate. Fuck off, dude. It's a good fucking musical. Yeah, it's really good. I don't stop. I don't know. Like, it's not like they're they're not proclaiming to be historically accurate. So, like, I don't understand why they would be upset in the first place. That's what like, that, that was, unless that's first thing unless I said. it's something. Yeah, like unless it's something where they like blatantly state like this is a his, like an accurate representation of what happened, and then it ends up being not that. Like, okay, I would understand that, right? Because you're 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 before you even showing what the hell you have. To everybody you're telling them that this is an accurate representation of what happened like there's no nothing in this is false and then you watch it and everybody's like wait a minute like that's actually not what happened you're fucking lying and over exaggerating on shit like okay i get that right but this is not that <laughs> and basically you know I mean? like, basically you're just nitpicking a nitpick yeah exactly yeah. you're looking for them, for them to be wrong it's like just enjoy the fucking thing and people are like Oh, that they're glorifying the founding fathers. It's like it's a fucking musical, dude. Just fucking enjoy it for what it is, man. Yeah, like, but it's dope. Definitely go watch it. Dude, it's dude, it's sick. so if sick. You dude. Like musicals? It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's pretty good. Um, so I guess we can uh, move on to our topic at hand of the week. Um, Jay had come up with some pretty good ideas this week, so we decided. Uh, on he decided on MySpace music. Um, a lot of us, well, all three of us actually, you know, we're been listening to music for a really long time now. And the MySpace era was definitely like an era of time where we were all listening to like different shit. Like, I but I, I do will want, have to I give do, it. I do want to pinpoint that a lot of like the bands that most people listen to nowadays were known on myspace first yeah they, they started on MySpace. or influenced like by that. like myspace bands exactly like, yeah. um i mean like everybody knows who jeffree star is and he started off as a fucking electro rapper on on myspace mm-hmm. he's like an electro pop like artist on myspace you yeah like, toured with like blood on the dance not blood, yeah blood on the dance floor and like all those shitty some of the some ones. of the bands that were yeah some of the bands we're going to talk about like that are actually pretty big um, started in MySpace. You'd be surprised. Yeah, you'd be surprised that they started on MySpace with just demos. Like I, I, I wanted to really give a really big shout out to, like the the music portion of MySpace because, dude, it, like that shit was sick. I like it was so dope, dude. Like especially like if you were just like visiting other people's profiles, and I remember back then they used to have a way where you could have a playlist, right? So like, yeah, you, you could post like different songs and not just one. Because I, re- I definitely remember where it was only one song, right? Like, it was, you could only pick one song, and it was just that song that you could play. But then eventually, they upgraded it to where you could have a playlist, and it would play 
like I think it was like an assortment of like six songs right or some shit. So like you could go to other people's profiles and look at what they listen to and sometimes like it's something that like you've never heard of before or like bands that like were barely coming up and they're like putting out their demos on MySpace and stuff. Like you just got introduced to like so much more different music that way. It, it was crazy. Like not not only like just personal MySpace with like the songs like the music MySpace like aspect of it was like it was so easy to network, so easy to find other bands, like book shows. It was like it was, I don't know, it was it was so convenient. Like it was built for musicians aside like as as opposed to like Facebook where it's like really shit. Everybody it's garbage. Yeah. You, like yeah, Facebook sucks. Fa- Facebook for for artists compared to MySpace for artists was fucking garbage, dude. I'm not like, that's actually garbage. really but, true. But at the same time, like Facebook as a social media platform is fucking garbage. Yeah, that's very fair. It's pretty true. Because even MySpace had us doing simple code. Like we had to work for our shit back then. Yeah. They made it more more customizable. Like with with Facebook, it's it's very just like black and, and could, white. <laughs> you could always tell. Like my favorite shit was like you could always tell like the the quote unquote boomers on MySpace, right? Because like you would go to their fucking website and you could tell that they just like copied and pasted some shit into like an HTML generator that like. And like sometimes the pictures were just like full of ads or like or it, it was like it was like a like, broken you code. You would just see photo bucket like you, yeah. you would just see like the photo bucket logo like all, all it was like in, in complete code and shit. It's hilarious, dude. Oh yeah, like it, it would show like a small picture and then just like a bunch of code because they pasted it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Oh man. No, but it had us yeah, like dude. fucking looking up like how to embed fucking music to, like so the player won't show and Yeah, fuck yeah. It had and us doing auto a bunch play of shit. exactly. You, you could yeah, you could hide your comments you too. Joined. And you can make it super simplistic too, like oh, dude, I MySpace was fucking sick. Like <laughs> it was so cool. I fucking miss MySpace so much. And I know that sounds super like boomer, but like as a plat like as a social media like platform myspace was like it was king that it was king was, yeah, we, we took it for yeah, granted it was definitely dope. i know i did it was so dope the amount of hours that i spent like trying to make like my myspace look different and like it, it would change like all the time like dude it was so fun i loved it but like the music itself like the music page was actually really really fucking it was actually really good. Like, it was done very well for a social media platform. And that was, what, fucking ancient. That was, like, fucking more than 10 years ago. Yeah, now you have, like, Facebook, and then you have to go through, like, SoundCloud or Bandcamp or Spotify or, like, whatever. Like, there, it had its own music player with, like, a playlist on there. And it had a, a fucking space for your shows, for, like, little blogs, like, for everything. Upcoming everything events, yeah, the everything calendar. Needed, it, was, it was right there, like built into the fucking website you didn't have to go through fucking third parties like like bandcamp and shit to upload your music there and then post a link on your fucking facebook and then share it like no like it was already all there for you like built in it was sick it was honestly being yeah. being, an, being an artist during the golden age of myspace was fucking amazing it was, it was great it was so easy yeah myspace was really dope for music back then i i really really enjoyed it and i discovered a lot of music back then like just solely from using myspace like that site was so cool. I fucking like Facebook is fucking trash, dude. Like it's just so bad. Like compared to like 
just compared to all the fun that I had. Like, I, I enjoyed <laughs> being on MySpace. Like, Facebook, I don't even... Do you know how many times... Like, I don't even go to my own Facebook profile. Like, I don't look at my own profile. Like, why? Like, it, there's no point. Back in MySpace days, I was on my own profile all the time because I wanted it to look dope. You wanted it to, like, tweak different. You wanted to, like... Fucking even like changing your fucking top eight. Yeah, or you could you could like min like your top you eight was everything. Minimize dude. how many you could minimize how many people showed up on your friends list, so it could only show your top eight. Remember, like or yeah, it could only show you could show like a a top four or just like two people. I know for a like, while I had Tom like as my number one. That's <laughs> your number one. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't but, know. Yeah, it's so, just like there was a um, a brink with when MySpace was out. That's when I guess like it was the easiest platform for um, independent artists to put out their music, so people could listen to them. And yeah. I and I think a lot of people actually got signed from being on MySpace and like having like uh, fucking record companies like promote them or whatever. I think Hello Goodbye was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, Hello Goodbye was um, one of them. Hello Goodbye was one of them. Um, some of the, uh, I mean, like, you could even go and say, like, um, Upon a Burning Body, Carnifex, Whitechapel, like, all that, All really, a lot of that, like... The um, deathcore scene. Deathcore scene. Um, a lot of their demos started out on MySpace. I think so did Suicide just, like, Silence. Yeah. Like... Them, but them a too. lot of the death from first to last on MySpace. but what a lot of people also um, didn't realize that um, plain white tees secondhand serenade and uh, mayday parade actually were MySpace artists before they they got signed one of the um, one of the bigger bands that I feel um, started off on MySpace that a lot of people don't know is panic at the disco yep um, their first early demos were posted on MySpace uh and this was like before the first album like early early demo shit was on myspace and um uh, and they're a really 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 big band now like selling out like stadium level shows and shit like R- roll themselves. Uh, real quick uh, about mayday parade it's really funny seeing because i saw them like uh at warp tour i think last year the last warp tour and like they're like fucking they're like huge now and shit they had a huge fucking crowd everyone's going crazy britney's super into them but it's funny because I went to Warp Tour back in I think it was 05 or 06. 06. 06. Um, Megan saw them in the little tour van. Yeah, I was gonna say I I remember being in line at 10 in the morning with Joey. We're standing in line, and there's these fucking dudes like selling their demo. I think it's like three or five bucks. They're selling their, their fucking demo CD for, and it was fucking Mayday Parade. They're walking through the line of, of of fucking Warped in like 06 trying to sell their fucking demo for like five dollars, and now they're like huge playing main stages and shit. Yeah, they were they were following Warp Tour around, and uh, I think Megan told me that they were trying to raise funds because their band was broken down. And they're actually a really good band though. Like I never listened to them, listened to them until like uh, I saw them and shit, and like Britney like showing to me. They're actually a pretty fucking good band. They're I don't fucking think sad I've listened as hell. To their- I don't think I've listened to their shit past MySpace era. <laughs> like, to be honest with you. They got really fucking depressing, dude. Like, their shit's really sad. Even live, I'm like, god damn, dude. Like, chill. This is fucking sad. Yeah, I went like, from, like, I, real big fish to fucking... To fucking Mayday Parade. Huge bummer. So you went from skanking to crying? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bummer. 
What a bummer, bro. But yeah, I think like a lot of people don't realize that even like I guess you could compare it to SoundCloud today, right? And like that's the the, the biggest importance of like finding independent artists and like actually acknowledging them and giving them a chance. Um, it was kind of like back then in MySpace, it was kind of you were kind of looking for the most obscure shit to have on your page. It's like, yeah, I'm cooler than you because I know about yeah. this band. Yes. And what's great about that yes. too is that like with the with the whole like MySpace music community, there's like this, of course, that, that whole like cyber grind scene or just like cyber scene in general of like... Exactly. They, they didn't care about getting famous. They just want to make music. So like there is this very underground scene of like the wildest shit you can like hear like listen to like outside of noise and it was it was like really good artists in that in that whole scene though like kids on crack it was there half pound crack whore go with 14 like there's so many good projects that came out of that out of that little scene phil dude yeah phil hardcore oh phil dude exactly everybody came out of that scene like myself included yeah that scene was dude there's just there was so much music dude like it's because like okay the way MySpace music was, for those that are, like, too young to understand what the fuck we're talking about, it was basically if Facebook and SoundCloud met each other. Like, you could you could upload your own music and, like, people would be able to listen to your music on your page and then be able to take that song and put it on your profile so a person <laughs> that visited your profile could listen to that song it's it, all about it's... going to somebody's page and looking at their page source so you can get the song no shit it's it's oh, an easier way to describe it it's like if you take the playlist option from soundcloud and put that on your facebook profile that's exactly. pretty much what it was you can put a, 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 a number of, yeah. of songs on there from like different albums whatever like so you want to showcase like, it's basically it's basically soundcloud meets yeah MySpa- or facebook and that, that's what made it so easy my MySpace Music still had gave you the option to upload. You could upload albums. You could upload uh, individual well, with, tracks. With MySpace, you were really like you really couldn't upload albums. It was just like uh, like a playlist player. Because I remember we had to go through like Firefox, to, uh, not Firefox, fucking Media Media Fire to like Media Fire. Yeah, yeah. we upload tracks there and we leave a link. But it's because you can like you can like code in like up your, your album fucking cover and then like the link under it to like download it from there. So it still looked cool. But there was there. Was, there was a way where you could upload, you could embed. Um, I believe it was WinApp. So. Oh yeah. Or it was some. It was no, some music. I player, think it was so, uh, Pure Volume. Yeah, something. Yeah, it, there it was, was Pure some, Volume. There was some something you could embed into MySpace where you could put more than like six songs. Yeah, we sound so could, old, like, dude. People are like, "What the fuck we, is Pure Volume?" <laughs> <laughs> Last FM. <laughs> Damn, dude. dude I, <laughs> <laughs> fucking last fm dude the original spotify dude that was, yep. that was like the og spotify because that would like yeah. it would give you like bands related to the band you're listening to and it was like, like a little like online like radio it was literally spotify before spotify but yeah um i just it's just kind of like boggling how many bands started off on myspace that actually made it big today and it's very different to say like I know it sounds very old for us to say this, but it's kind of like it's it, it's was kind of like unfair because I mean yeah. it's so much harder to do that now. Yeah, it really and is. It, dude. I'm, I'm not saying that it was very easy for artists back then to do it, but at the same time, it's kind of like you got to weed out through like a million spot like um, not Spotify um, SoundCloud artists. 
to actually find what you're looking for, right? And I'm not saying that all of them are good, and neither in in the MySpace era either. Not, not every band was good on MySpace, but you know, like promoters, well, think... promoters were actually like really invested into looking. Oh hell yeah! At I had MySpace a lot of shows as a platform, then. exactly. I feel like it was, also, it was a I step think... back, dude. It was definitely a step back from what MySpace did. It just kind of I don't but... know, man. So I think I feel like it's it was also back well okay so my thing is is that like the internet was nowhere near as big as it was as it is now back then so like yeah it's fair the the internet now is just so because remember back then like android phones were barely a thing like having the internet at your disposal 24 7 like back then we were still carrying fucking mp3 players that's what i'm saying like the, the the internet was not as easily as accessible as it is nowadays. Like back then, in order for you to like really be about the internet, like you kind of had to be like a, a nerd, like a, a geek. Like yeah. you kind of had to be to like you had to know your shit. Like it, it wasn't just like full of fucking like random people. Like um, eventually, like again, like more the technology started to evolve. It started to become easier for people to like gain access to the internet and stuff like that. So like. I think that was like that's a really big difference and that definitely plays a part in why it's harder to find good music and artists nowadays than it was back then. But also uh, but at the all- same time I don't really think um record companies are going like fucking taking the time to actually go through SoundCloud to find the artists that they want to sign, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like now record companies are kind of more like send me your shit if I like it I'll sign you. I mean, it's not it's not that it's not that simple either, right? I'm not trying to like put down any signed artist or whatever, but it's just like you have to put in a lot more footwork now because since the internet is so easily accessible, you're not gonna find these big record corporate motherfuckers going through SoundCloud. You know what I mean? Yep. So I don't know. I I think it it was kind of cool that MySpace had that function back then, and it kind of made it simpler for you know. Because MySpace was all about trends, right? And that, that, yes. that, that's that's the thing. It's Facebook really... I mean, basically Facebook's just about opinions but rather than like trends, you know? It's it's definitely a, a fucking like boomer social media site. and it, I hate to say it, but it's true. Like MySpace yeah, was definitely more for the young crowd and shit. And Facebook is and was then at that time for boomers. It's because of how... E- like, it's just because of how easy it was. Like, MySpace, you... Like, if you wanted your website to look... Like, if you wanted your profile to look sick, you had to know what to do. Like, <laughs> you had to know about code. You had to know how to use HTML. Like, it wasn't just... Eventually, and again, as technology progressed, you know, it became easier to make your your profile, like, be a little bit, like, customizable and have, like, your own aesthetic or whatever. Uh, but, like, when it started or, like, when it was... It wasn't as popular, like... You, you had to know <laughs> or else you're... you're your profile was just like a blank piece of shit that like everybody would go to and be like, Oh God, like here, yeah. here we go. Or like they didn't know how to do anything. So like their background was just like one picture, like yeah. in a bunch of squares, <laughs> like over and over again, repeated. But, uh, and it was always like the same picture. It's like the family. <laughs> it's like some family photo or like a baby. <laughs> what was some of y'all's uh, bands that you listened to on, on MySpace? Like MySpace bands you all listened to back in the day? I definitely listened to a fuck ton of secondhand serenade. Yeah, sue me. Um, and also, I listened to a lot of Jeffree Star. <laughs> From first to last, dude, was like, 
was a big one for me. I like first last a lot when they when they got Sunny Moore on vocals and shit. But first to uh, last it- was was kind of different for me, right? Because I learned about them offline, and then I listened to more of their shit on MySpace. Yeah. Also, Hello yeah. Goodbye was was. Yeah. I-, I was about to say that really Hello good. Goodbye was one of my one of my big ones. Like they're the ones that I listened to like. Somebody like literally the first time I ever heard of Hello Goodbye or listened to their music was on their MySpace because somebody linked me their MySpace. They were like, "Hey, you gotta check this band out." You, I was like, "Oh shit, this band is fucking awesome." You mentioned earlier off the podcast, uh, Math the Band, and I was like, "Fuck, I haven't heard of that band in so Math long." The band, Since MySpace, yeah, dude, Hell they're fucking yes. crazy. Math the Band was dope. I like Math the Band a lot. If you guys haven't checked them out, they, I think they're actually still making music, which is crazy, but. A lot of their earlier stuff is super, super dope, dude. Like, I, I lo- they're so fun. Like, they actually, um, there was a tour, dude, that I wanted, we missed. It was uh, Math the Band and P. Lander Z. Fuck. And we, and also, that's another band that I discovered on fucking MySpace. is a Japanese fucking, like, crazy Power Rangers fucking, I don't know how to explain, like, punk P Lander Z is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys haven't heard P Lander Z, go fucking listen to that band. They're fucking sick. Also, but I also discovered that band on MySpace as well. Dan Deacon too, dude. I found Dan Deacon on MySpace. Oh yeah, I forgot about Dan, Dan Deacon. Deacon. Love Dan Hell Deacon, yeah. dude. He's still like around doing shit. That guy's, that guy's just like full of like joy. I don't know how to say it. That guy's um, so full of joy. Enter Shikari was another big one for me. Um, I they are their first album. Like, I, dude, I remember. Their MySpace didn't. They hadn't even like had their album yet. It was just like a shitty like four track EP, and like it, that's all they had, and it was on their MySpace. That was it. They hadn't even recorded their first album yet. That was, dude. Like, I miss that inner Shikari so much. Fucking <laughs> dropped it gorgeous too, dude. And I, I I saw them like at least like a good two or three times because they're always down here. What was that? What was that band, Eric Hadoken? Hadoken. Oh man, Hadoken, dude. Do you remember, Hado- 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 Hadoken? Uh, they had that one song. Um, um, what the fuck was it called? Hold up, I need to look this up. Give me, hold, give me a second. I'm looking this up. Yeah, cause I, I remember I discovered them because they're also from the UK. I was on Indushikari's MySpace profile and I looked at their like top eight or whatever, and Hadoken was one of them. And I clicked on their MySpace profile and I listened to their music. I was like. Yo, this is fucking yo, sick. That boy, that girl. Yes, yes. I was like, yo, this is this yeah, kind of slap. It was real like, like electro Eric, pop, like, like rock indie shit. It 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 was cool. It was dope. Who else did I discover um, on MySpace? Fuck, there's so much music, dude. I feel like I I really didn't discover like a lot, a lot of like big bands on MySpace because I was at that time I was a lot about going to shows. Like, especially if I didn't know the band, who the band was, I'd go see him in either way. And, like, that's why I got into Drop It Gorgeous and shit. Like, um, a lot of those bands. Ar- like, Arsonist, I, Get All The Girls. Number 12 Looks Like You also was really good. Um, I think I saw that. I think I saw them live before I found them on MySpace. Um, but they're another really you good and, MySpace you band. And Joey showed me, you and Joey showed me Number 12 uh, yeah. Looks Like You and uh, Circle Takes a Square. Oh, dude, they're fucking so good. Um, it, It's funny. Real quick side story about Circle Takes a Square. Uh, I I had posted a video of Circle Take a Square maybe like a couple months ago I want to say about a month or two ago, and fucking Justin Pearson commented on it and like he said it was like he I forgot what he said about it and like I asked him because in he has like a uh, an autobiography 
um and in it he talks about circle tech square and how like they gave them his de they, they gave him their demo by putting it in a boot and setting it on fire and throwing it in front of his like the door of his house like on, <laughs> they, so <laughs> this, so the story goes sick. that they got really fucking loaded and like fuck it they knew where the, where the locust house was so they fucking like put the, a cassette in there set a boot on fire and threw at the door and drove off and just it was like what the fuck so i asked him about it i was like dude like is like is, is this around the time that they fucking the, the whole like like circle square stories like yeah this is about that time so i think this is like they, they drove through here they, they, they played and then they fucking did that shit they threw it the fucking house like, I, I fucking threw their demo I didn't, I didn't fucking listen to it fuck them and i was like <laughs> dude you're so salty over it but he was like so like mad about it but it was it was funny dude like i i, I interact with justin pearson every now and then i'm on facebook and he's dude's fucking hilarious eric's famous guys he knows the singer <laughs> from the locust dude that guy's fucking funny dude like he's like so like chill he talks to everybody yeah jp's pretty cool yeah, he's cool. But yeah, I mean, like, you're not gonna have a platform like MySpace to kind of like go over like old fucking, you know, niche fucking genres. Like MySpace, it, like music itself is kind of a genre, right? And I'm not trying to like talk too much shit, but you know, like they were the ones that created that whole scene movement too. And yeah, of course, you had all those scene bands, you know, Broken Side and Millionaires. There was that one. <laughs> Breathe Carolina, dude. Fuck Breathe Carolina. <laughs> Fuck Breathe Carolina, dude. <laughs> Who said it was, that? It was Somebody David. It was David. Yes, yes. At Cassie's house, right? Cassie's like, house, dude. I, it was, it was, shows? it was, I was playing, oh it was mid God. set. He's like, fuck Breathe Carolina. I was like, yo, who the fuck said that? He's like, me. I was like, you're fucking cool, dude. I like you. Fuck Breathe Carolina. <laughs> fuck. And then we, everybody just kept saying it. Dude, like, it, it became so like basically a like a meme for us. It was, yeah. dude. Fuck, breathe, Carolina. Just mid set. I don't know. I still don't know why, dude. It was like mid set during my set. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? There, There's a band. I, I, hot take, dude. Like, hot take. Because there's a band that a lot. Of, I guess a lot of people like. Honestly, I hate Hollywood Undead. I thought it was going to be me. Like, I, 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 I hate Yeah, Hollywood I never got Undead. into them either, dude. I never got the hype around I, Hollywood I Undead. I don't. I, I just don't like them. Like, they have one song that's okay. And then I just don't. I don't get it. You know, it. doesn't sound weird. You know what? I always looked at on, on fucking MySpace, like, bands pages. They had that little, like, I don't even remember. It was, like, the artist. It was, like, the, the fucking, like, band photo. And then on the side, they had the little, like, like bio. Kind of, like, like kind of, like, like quote thing yeah. on, the, on the corner. I always looked at that for some reason. And I remember, <laughs> I remember like, specifically, the Locust had theirs on there. And it just said, ha, 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 grindcore. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember, like, thinking that was the funniest shit ever for, like, the longest time. And, like, I always looked at, like, people's uh, little quotes from there from there on. Because, like, there's just so stupid. It just said that. Yo, I want to give a quick shout-out to to, to, a, to a festival that used to happen in Texas every year that I discovered uh, via MySpace. And it was called Chaos in Texas. Oh, Rest dude. in peace. I, I never got a chance to go to one of those. I'm so fucking salty. Yeah, I, I I I missed. I was I wanted to, I wanted to go to the last one that happened because I I know Iron Lung was playing again, and I really want to see the Iron Lung. Damned. <sighs> the damned was there for one one year. Didn't Infest play um, one year also? Yeah. Infest played one year. Absu uh, played one year. Absu played uh, early like Power Trip played there. Um, it was always it was always some mixed genre fest, and that was what was cool about it. And they had really good power I, yeah, violence fans on there, dude. Yeah. And I was real heavy on yeah, power violence at that time, so I really wanted to go to see like uh, in those fest. And... Those fests were fucking sick. I'm so sad that like they didn't get to continue on doing those 
because I never got a chance to go to one and I always heard how fucking insane they were. And like the lineups, dude, like every year you just like, you just look at them and you're like, oh my God. I think A Day to Remember was the, was also a fucking MySpace band. Yes, they were. Yeah, they were. Yes, they were. And then like talking about A Day to Remember. <laughs> so what did you guys think oh, about man. Victory? <laughs> so <sighs> I liked Victory Records. Like at first when they were signing like from first to last and fucking Aiden and shit. Like they, they had... Really, so they had really good like promo videos they for their for their bands. Off really big. Yeah, yes, they started. I off had, really good. I actually owned, I actually owned a Victory Records promo DVD that came with like a bunch of music videos and stuff. Dude, I I remember I actually, vividly was the sick. Silver Scene promo and the Aiden promo. Like, oh, Hawthorne Heights too. I remember that that promo three promo yeah. was like, like vividly, dude. Like, but they had really good like. They started off really strong. They had really good artist promos. They had really good band signed to the label, and then everything yeah. just went to fucking shit, dude. They just fucking shit on themselves like nasty bad. I think I think in in the fact of like Victory Records is they got too big, and it got to their heads. Yeah, because they, they definitely stopped did. one, and and, and it's kind of sad to see like a lot of these bands were just kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Even first last, I mean, Sonny was like what, like sixteen, seventeen when he joined Vic when he's on Victory. When from first last on Victory, was, he who was sixteen. Man, who else was on that? Like Victory had like, Dude, Victory, Victory had, had all those that. so many. Like there was even so Aiden Will's like twenty twenty one. I think yeah. when he joined when he joined Victory. Um, Acad- I think Academy is was on Victory. Yeah, they're on Victory. Um, June was on Victory. I forgot June. Um, Holy shit! Silverstein. Silverstein Hawthorne was on Heights was on Victory. Hawthorne was on Victory. Under Even some fucking they they had yeah, um, Under Oath too. Dropkick, Dropkick was on fucking Victory along with that other uh, pirate Irish band. Um, Floggy Molly. The, um, not Flogging Molly. The there, there's another one that was. That, a, it came out on the DVD. Yeah, the, it came out on the DVD. There were, there was like another Irish punk band that was like on Victory along Street with Street Dogs. I, think, uh... I don't remember. Oh, I know the Tossers. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, yes. The tossers. The tossers. That, dude, you the tossers. unlocked a memory of their promo, dude. Holy shit, dude! <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, dude. I had yeah. It was like um, it was a video when they're like in a jail cell, like singing like drunken Irish songs, dude. Like, oh, dude, that's yep. crazy. Yep. But I think with with Victory, they the reason that they, they got so big is because like they were doing shit right. They were signing like bands that were like weren't that well known, but were on their way. Like but see, that's the thing. That's the thing I was talking about. It's like, what depicted these trends, right? And at the time, it was MySpace. Yeah. Yep. So Victory took fucking big fucking. And I, I'm I'm I, and I'm gonna say this right now. Like Victory, when it first started, when it first started sending all these bands, had the right idea. Yep. And so when they started signing all these kids and shit, I mean. It's easy to fucking try to manipulate some a teenager, right? So, I just think they got too big to actually, like, you know, stay a solid fucking record, like company. And and that that was that yeah. was cool. They're they're known for like um for for like housing like indie bands. Well, at the time they're they're yeah. like they're they're very indie bands. You know, like it's crazy to think of like now because they're they're got they got so big at some point. But like those are all indie bands on that label. <sighs> Even fucking Matchbook, Scary Kids, no, Scary Matchbook Kids is on there too. No. Oh yeah, yeah Scary Kids, Scary Kids is yeah. on there. Um, so is May. Um, May. Um, oh my God, there's 
<sighs> What's that Honestly, name? there's a fuck ton like to like even list them all, right? Because it was yeah, so many. It literally was like if you were prime on MySpace in 06, you were probably going to get signed to Victory. Yeah. That's very true. And the thing that's so fucking disheartening about that is, yeah, they gave all these bands a chance, but then you know what? Let's fuck these kids over after we we made our repertoire and now we're fucking huge. So now we're not even going to let like our own fucking signed bands get rights to their own fucking music. Yep. And, and like Vic- the fucking... Let's go for it. And Victory was like... Housing... It was like it was very like it was the label you wanted to be on at that time because yeah, exactly. like they were signing everyone that was that was gonna be big. So if you're on Victory, you're you're set. Like you were on your way to fucking to like becoming like a rock star and shit. It definitely was. I think um, I think Victory and Roadrunner Records were like the the, the fucking yeah. Those were the, the two boys. at the time. Yeah, like those are heavy hitters. They were career defining fucking record companies to join. They were the big boys. And this is like around the time where like you had, people are still buying what was CDs. That, what was that, uh, you, you had that other record label too. What was it? Uh, Nuclear Blast? Oh, Nuclear Blast and Metal Blade were still around there. But like they were still like they never. They tr- were barely. They weren't as big. But the yeah, thing they is they never big. tried to like do the fucking, you know, sign these kids. Like most of the bands on, on like Nuclear Blast, Century Media, um, Metal Blade, they were kind of like the yeah. older fucking bands that were already established, right? I think Roadrunner was one of the bands that kind of like was giving, like it was more on like the, you know, I guess the kind of like quote unquote butt rock bands that, that we have famous today, like Slipknot was on there. Mudvayne, um, I think, was on Roadrunner too. Mudvayne was there for a while. Um, like Disturbed and shit when Disturbed was, was, was smaller. But I don't know I just think those two record labels just there was no progression for what they like they, there was no long term go. It's kinda like let's look at these bands. Oh, okay. What's in the now? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think once Victory started fucking like, you know seeing, oh shit, what are we gonna do later on? I I guess we're gonna have to fucking entrap these bands to keep it going. In the meantime, fucking Roadrunner was doing the exact same thing, but they did it the smart way. They, they, they signed bands that they could be like, all right, well, we're the record label. We're going to give you as much fucking revenue as you want. Just stay with us. You know, let's work together. And if Victory would have done the exact same thing, dude, Victory would be fucking massive right now. Oh, yeah, they would have do definitely. Like like I said, they're, they're one of the heavy hitters like because they were taking chances on like indie bands that they knew were going to be big. And sure enough, most of most of y'all were fucking big. And the funny thing is, like, nobody really gives a shit about record labels anymore. I was about to say that, man. Like, it's it's weird to think of, like, how, like, we're so, like, uh, well-versed in, like, record labels now and shit. And people are, like, don't even, like, not don't even care. It's it's not, like, it's not a big thing anymore. And, and It's I, not prevalent to a musical career anymore. Exactly. And, and, and that's mainly because, like, the DIY ethics just, like like progress so much over the years that now it's like you can literally do everything yourself with the internet you know you can start your own label if you want but your friends but yourself you know you can just but do everything sh- yourself shout outs shout outs to the diy crowd because like oh yeah you know you're not fucking signing your fucking soul over to some corporate fucking person that's gonna fuck your band over later i mean 
an yeah, you're, example. You're making you're making your own shit, getting all the money back, booking your own shows, your own tours. Like it's that's why it's it's all in your control, and you have money of all the re- you have all the revenue in your control too. Like it's complete freedom, like complete control. I mean, like look at what happened to Havoc. You know what I mean? I forgot about Havoc, dude. Like Havoc got fucked over by Dave Mustaine's son. Like, yep. And it's just kind of like DIY right now. It's kind of like where it, you want to be at because you're not paying a corporate tax or something, right? But at the same time, you kind of want to be on a record label for that help, I guess. Oh, dude, I'd, I'd love to be on a fucking record label for the help. But it's just like, it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't think it really fucking matters anymore. Like, there's no fucking record label anymore. That's kind of like, I mean, like, yeah, there's fucking record labels, like, owned by artists or mu- other musicians or, you know, like, bands or, you know, people in bands that it's kind of like, oh, okay, like, Peaceville. Peaceville is a fucking record label ran by fucking um, Fenris and fucking Nocturnal Cult of fucking Dark Throne. 31 g 2 Justin Pearson from Lucas. Yeah, exactly. See, like, it's kind of like, it's, it's bands taking over that corporate thing, which is, I, I fucking find fantastic. Yeah, they're taking it back. Exactly. So who's going to know how to take care of a band more? Another fucking band. Exactly. Yeah. But even, I and like, the whole, like, with the irrelevancy of, like, uh, of record labels now, it, it's, it, it really shines because, like, if you, like, look at, like, what's the popular genre right now, the most popular genre right now, it's fucking uh, bedroom pop. Like, yeah. it, it's it's music made in your bedroom. Like, it's it's all produced and put out yourself. Like, it's the most DIY. One of the most, like, like DIY, like, genres, like, that can be, like, you know, that, that can, that puts it out. You know, because it's, it's literally just, like, bedroom music that you fucking record, put out yourself. Like, that's, and that's the biggest thing right now. Everyone likes, likes fucking Girl in Red and, and, and Claro and, and, like, all those, like, Boy Pablo. Like, all those fucking, like, bands that are super, like, Real lo-fi, real indie, just you know, doing it I themselves. Kinda, I, I really like Boy Pablo, man. I'm not gonna. Lie. I was into into Boy, Boy Pablo. Sick. I'm super into Girl in Red, though. She's really good. Pretty, pretty, but, pretty sick. But one of the questions I have for you guys is like, did you notice how back then you had record labels going after like the same aesthetics or like the same genre type type bands within their labels? Yeah, Victory. Victory was like that. Like they, I mean, yeah, they had like a lot of good bands, but I mean, they're all like the kind of like post-hardcore, like quote-unquote screamo bands, like. From first to last, and scary kids, and under oath, like that big rise in, in like the whole like post hardcore like thing was was a lot. I, I want to say it was mainly due to, to victory because that, that's who but they booked or like that's who they signed. Also, also like it's kind of sad how some of these record labels don't allow for like progression within bands too. Yeah, because it does. You got to stay within this genre to be on this label, right? So it's like, well, you got to keep sounding like that. You can't change your sound at all. Yeah, because they they want that. That that's the shitty thing. That that's why, like, when I was really early on in into into like my music career, like, I was really like against and afraid of, of record labels because, like, the way it was then, it's once you signed on, like, you had to fit their aesthetic. That way they can sell your records. Like that's what they care about most. We gotta sell your records. You gotta look like this. This is in right now. You gotta sound like this and look like this because that's what's popular. That's what's gonna sell. Which sucks. And then there, there goes your entire creative freedom for for your own fucking music. You know. Yeah. So do you guys think that is it even like worth being on a record label now? I mean, no. aside from like you know the initial monetary help, like or like help. 
and like as as what, probably the only reason so the like promotion there, i guess you could say yeah yeah so so there is ways to do it yourself yeah but i feel like you'd need like you don't okay so here's here's a better answer you don't necessarily need a big label so like an indie label somebody that'll help you like press release like a vinyl or get you booked for like a couple shows that are like close by you nothing like super extravagant nothing super huge like you still kind of have to like you know pitch in a little bit of your money to like you know get a hotel or maybe pay for like the rental van and they'll cover the hotel for you like just like a small label that'll help you get like just uh, help you out a little bit like in your area or anything that's like close by you right maybe or maybe even like state level right where it's like it's just like a for example right it's like a texas owned like music label right i would consider that like an indie label right they're only signing on like texas bands they're helping like texas bands travel across texas to like promote their music a little bit better so i feel like if it's something small like that i think it's worth it because eventually it becomes really expensive to like start doing shit out of pocket and people don't really understand how expensive it is even just to get a vinyl printing like for vinyl so expensive project it's actually ridiculously expensive so like real real quick for on like just so like people get like a kind of an idea um i'm doing a split seven inch with uh with a friend of mine from la and for 20 just for 27 inch records it's about 100 bucks for like 27 like little seven inch records that can hold like what like 10 minutes of music at most like for the little like like 45s it's it's fucking a hundred dollars like it's it's expensive dude to to press shit but like i have a counter argument to your answer like with indie labels it's very very you gotta be careful because it it can be very hit or miss because like i have some friends and I, i know of a label i'm not gonna name any names that have fucked over indie artists where it's like hey we got your we can we'll put out your shit whatever for you cool and then they put out their stuff their stuff sells but the artist doesn't get paid they don't get they don't get their 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 fucking uh royalties they don't get paid or if they do get paid after a long period of time it's not what they're what it's not it's not the right amount that's what's that's what's not what they were promised yeah exactly so yeah. like it's with indie labels it's not really regulated it's it's mostly do you trust this, this person who's, who's running this label do you know do you know this person you know this band that they're in whatever like do you trust them to put out your shit and and make sure you get, you get the money back you know for this stuff and that's that's where the problem is it's it's hard because you can, can get fucked over really, so really just, easily i i yeah, did it myself so basically you you basically you really have to be cautious right like i definitely agree with that but i feel like if you look if you look at a record company and you see okay they're they've put out this this and this and this for these bands let me you know you can do your research right like you can go and speak to these bands and speak to the artists and be like so like what's really like the 411 on how this is done like is this guy is this like com- like the the people you're with like are they they shady like well what's the deal here and like if it's you can always make sure to do research ahead of time to find out if like if it's something that you you feels trusting i guess yeah um but like i said like 
the thing is is that sometimes you don't have any other choice oh yeah dude you know what i mean like sometimes you kind of just have to like jump in the pool like, oh yeah yeah because... definitely like i i i honestly with that being said i would still love to be on a fucking label because man it it I do everything myself. Like I put out every, all the, of course, all my physicals and everything myself. And it's so like, it's not about the money. Like I don't give a shit. Like what the money? It's just yeah. It's not yeah. It's, it's it's not even about the money. Like that's not that's not the reason why it should be. It's just so important. time it's, consuming, dude. Like having like, to dub everything yourself or burn CDs yourself for like just doing everything yourself like is so able, like ugh. Be, finding a label that would be able to like front your hotel visit or your gas to like get somewhere even yeah even like that dude like if if i had a little pay for my my fucking shows trips that i dude that'd be sick dude like here i'll and then like you know i'll give you like give you back like if they front me that money i'll give them that money back in like merch sales or maybe sometimes like depending on what type of show it is like i can charge a little bit to like play the show or if even then like if the promoters are core and the venue is dope they'll even pay you without asking and that's money you can give back to the like promoter or the the label that you signed with yeah you know what i mean like there's there's so many things that like you can do like and i feel like i and i definitely i'm not saying that diy isn't the way to go because honestly like if you have the revenue to do it and the time you should definitely do that because it's it's going to be more rewarding for you when like you do something and it's like really appreciated by a lot of people that's something that only you put that work in you know what i mean that nobody else had their hand in making this so it's like you definitely it, it, you feel a lot it i don't know it, it's it's a whole different feeling um but like i said sometimes it's just really hard and like eric was saying too like it's it's just really hard to like either get yourself in like a tour mini tour situation or i want to release like a um a vinyl or a, a, a mass produced CD or, or whatever. Like it just becomes really time consuming and it definitely like hurts the wallet for sure. So, so do you um, think, do you think getting on a label is like getting on a label or signed or, or whatever is still the end game for musicians? I, I feel like for, for most it definitely is. Cause it, again, like it's, I, it's I so easy. It, it, like, yeah. of like, having shit done for you or like having little things funded for you, you know, just to kind of like help you out. Because eventually like people look, I'm going to be honest, like people that make music and that are serious about music and like put their light heart, like everything about their shit in music. Like they wouldn't be lying if they didn't say that they don't think about money. Like it, they like, I, I don't care. Like people that even say like, Oh, I'm like DIY, like to the fullest. Right. But like, you're not going to tell me that if, like, a venue or somebody, like, hands you money for, like, your performance or whatever. Like, you're not going to take that money and be, like... And it's going to make you feel a type of way because you're getting paid for, like, your art, basically. Right? So, like, it's going to make you feel some type of way for the amount for... Even if it's a small amount of money. Or it doesn't matter. Like, I don't know. I feel like every person that makes music, like, even if, even if it's not in the grander scale of like man i want to make it big and make millions like if you say that like money is not like something that is important to you to help further your music along like you would be a liar like because you need like as much as it sucks to say like you need money like you can't just do stuff for free and you can but like i mean i don't know 
Like yeah, because you like, want other people to listen to your music. You just don't you don't want the same three people to listen to your music because you don't have like the resources to like get the music out there to more people. Yeah, because and I, mean, I guess you expensive. could say it's like yeah, like and I guess you could say it's easier to do nowadays within this like the way that like the uh, the are the internet works or whatever. But like it's like you were saying earlier, Jay. Like there's just so much music out there now that it's really hard to like sift through the shit to find like good shit you know what i mean you kind of have to like for me at least like i have to be told like hey go listen to this because this is dope and it's, it's usually like by recommendation because it's really hard for me to like sit through Bandcamp or soundcloud and like shuffle through like a whole bunch of music to find something that like i really enjoy just because like of how how much music there is available to everybody now um yeah it's definitely more competitive nowadays yeah but at the same time yeah. it's kind of like there's some genres that aren't really that competitive either either and they're just signing whatever's new and hot yep but i don't know it's just like i feel that as a music artist like i guess everybody wants to get paid right like you said yeah but it, i also it, it, don't think like if you're fucking playing avant-garde fucking jazz core, like, you're gonna fucking make it big. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, it's very hard to be an experimental artist nowadays. And expect to make it, like, to the big stage. Exactly. So, I, I agree Just with at that. Me, Jay. So I feel like... Yeah. <laughs> okay, Eric, but like, it's different, right? Because you, you, you do more like a cyberpunk type yeah. shit. I'm talking but about then, more that's, like, that's you know, like... like avant-garde more fucking underground than than that shit right like you can't be a noise artist that fucking think you're gonna make millions oh yeah but i i think i'm pretty sure they didn't know that already uh, i don't i mean mercebo did it he's the exception he plays fucking <laughs> laptop noise i mean i'm just saying like don't expect but the thing about mercebo like, is like he people like him for his aesthetic big true not really like noise is very hard to get into so you're gonna tell me that a million people in the fucking world nah. are gonna listen to Mersbo. Nah. like i feel yeah, like people true. say that to seem a little cooler cooler than they actually are because like oh yeah like as he's like oh it, it's weird and it, it's like people listen to they'll listen to this kind of shit so like their first name thing was Mersbo because he's like the most like popular person like noise artist and shit so people like like obviously turn to him first to like just to name drop you know I bet that's all he is is a name drop, honestly, to like people. Who yeah, exactly. Quote unquote, listen to him. But it's like he's not like he's big aesthetically, and not very big in his music. You know, like I don't expect everyone to know who fucking the obscure fucking black metal bands I listen to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like I don't know. I think you have to like, what is your end goal? Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is. If you play a niche fucking genre or whatever, I think you have to like come to under like an understanding of where you could go so far with your music. Yeah. So because look, there there are even if you play fucking like porno grind at like the most like harshest noise possible, like just the fucking most visceral like guttural shit. There is still a music label that is willing to sign that band. Now, is that music label fucking like Warner Brothers tier or fucking like 
interscope tier or fucking no there is you're never gonna be an artist that has the wb logo if you're fucking making like the shit toilet sound music like it's just it's not going to happen so but that's not to say that there aren't record companies and labels that are good and they do pay you but it's just not going to be in like the millions upon millions even thousands upon thousands <laughs> that you think you're going to be getting for making your music like it's just not going to happen so i feel like if you're in a niche genre you need to pay attention a little bit more to like the bigger bands in the genre that you're making and figure out like okay well i'm making kind of like the same music as this guy who's like one of the more popular dudes or artists in the genre what record labels is he with who are who's like producing his or not producing his music but like uh, who's distributing his music um is he getting paid for this like is he getting sent on tours like what kind of what am i like what am i looking towards by the end of this like because that guy is gonna want to be my end goal it's not at this point it's not gonna be fucking like super huge multi-billion dollar corporations yeah, that are be gonna sign you, right because it's yeah Lower you're your gonna have to end up being realistic and but i mean again like, also you say saying that porno grind is nothing but sewage and like trash shit i mean like have you heard mumble rap Yep. I'm pretty sure I but can I, understand Gutteros more than... <laughs> well, I never said it was crap. I just said it was visceral and guttural. That's that's what I said. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but no, no, no. I, I don't, I, you're, definitely, you're definitely fucking right. Like, you gotta ha- hold a realistic bar for yourself. And it's yeah. kind of like... It's a different end goal when you play a niche market. Yep, it's it's yeah, just trying yeah. to like get someone to fund you your your tours at least, or help fund your tours, or help put out some a few records. You know, you not you don't mm-hmm. you're not gonna expect to make fucking thousands of dollars off off your recordings or whatever. But it's you know it's when you're doing like real like niche genres and shit. I mean, most most people that are near are near for the love of it. You don't fucking do noise because you know you want to make yeah because you want to be a rock star. You gonna, do noise because yeah, you love it. Not... You know, you're doing these weird yeah. things because you want to go on tour and just meet people and have some fun and shit and like sell some fucking records you know not about like you know being the fucking best it's just about having you know, having fun and just doing because you love it yep so on that note we could kind of like go into like bands that kind of went to shit <laughs> from first to last after they lost Sonny Moore <laughs> Dude, for real. Matt, dude, Matt Good. I'm, I'm sorry. Matt Good was 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 not a good fucking replacement, dude. You know, I don't even think I've listened to anything with that dude. I I saw them I like live with Matt Good. No, it was not not good. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> I tried listening to that album, dude. I couldn't. It was only one album, right? I I I could have. I think I so. Listen to it. But the thing is, they could have just fucking replaced Sonny with John. He was already in the fucking band. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they got they got Matt. Like he was he was good for like a backup like vocalist, but like not as a lead man. Like he was he was good for what for his position, but not good as a lead. Have you guys listened to the new Silverstein? No, not yet. Oh no! You should. It's funny. Oh, is it no. is it good? Funnier? 
No, I mean, like, that, that, that's to interpretation, right? So I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, man. Like, I can't does tell sound you. Like, does it sound like anything off of when broken is easy you're, to fix? You're funny. <laughs> oh. We can only hope, Andy. <laughs> it's a high hopes, too. Like, that's another uh, band that kind of went down the toilet, dude. I'm not going to lie. After discovering the waterfront, I was like, oh. I didn't like any other albums after that. I mean, it's kind of hard to top their like best fucking album. You know what I mean? Speak true. Yeah, that's very fair. It's kind of like comparing any release after they're only chasing safety. Oof, that's, also that's true. very. Oof. Also Which true. Under Oath is another band that went to shit. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, God. I mean, I mean, that sounds way different now. I mean, <laughs> they put out a really good album and then that was it. Like that was their their fucking staple on the on the community was that great album. Hey, they had they had some a, a couple of the al- all the albums before they're only chasing safety were good. I mean, that's debatable whether you like Dallas or not, right? So I love Dallas on Under Oath. He's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, there, there's a bunch of bands that kind of, like, are still trying to do the same shit that they're doing now, and it's just, like... Or that they did back then that they're trying to do now, but they're trying to... Re- brand rep- new. They're trying to replicate... Okay, brand new is a different story. <laughs> e- extra large kids, man, when they, when they fucking became Designed the Skyline and got exactly, all, like, scene like metalcore. Ugh. I was so upset, dude. That was... That was heartbreaking, honestly. I mean, like... All right, like... Can we fucking... Can I talk about a fucking big fucking band that just, like, sounds like shit now? Are you gonna say Blink One Eighty Two? Um, no, actually, I enjoy Blink Blink's like newer shit. I don't, th- I don't think, I, I don't think it's garbage. I, I don't think it's the best, but I don't, okay, I don't think that's it's true. garbage. Okay, okay, that's true. But is it worse than what they were before, though? No. Like, did you listen to Neighbors? Yeah. Well, oh, I didn't like Neighbors. Exactly. Like, come on now. I didn't like Neighbors. No. Calif- the cal. Uh, what's it? The other one? The newer one? California? California? Yeah, California. That one was good. Yeah, it was. One. Like, the, and that's what I'm talking about. No, it's like Green Day. <laughs> oh, even oh, worse. Dude. Okay, like, yeah. Did hell you guys yeah. American <laughs> Idiot was like the beginning no, of the no, end. No, 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 no. Did you listen Eric. to the new album? Yeah. We okay. American Idiot was like the gold standard, right? For like the shittiest like Green Day album ever. This new album it takes, the cake. takes the cake. Oh god, dude. It it takes the cake. I have no idea what the fuck he's trying to do. I don't know if he's trying to be Adam Levine now or like seriously, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Here's the thing with under with, with Unearth with fucking Green Day, dude, is that like they were really good. Like pre American Idiot, they're really fucking good. Cause like they were like they were punk. Like, you know? And then they for some reason, like how do I put this, man? For some reason, they're like, we should try to be punk when they already were, but they took like, the hot topic standard of punk, and like, yeah, let's. They look, man, they're emulating teenagers when they weren't teenagers, man. It's like, you know what? I'll even, I will even agree and say, at the, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, Eric. At this point, American Idiot gets bumped up, bro. Dude, God it's like, damn, what, dude. compared to, <laughs> I'm serious. The album's called Father of All. 
Oh no, dude! dude it like, is trash, dude. It's so it's so bad that it makes American Idiot look good. I, not oof. not amazing. I no no no. But it like no, decent. No no no. It sounds amazing compared to Father of All. <laughs> yeah. Hot hot take, dude. Bad brains. I mean, you're talking about bands that kind of like. Yeah, they have a bigger generational gap. Yeah, exactly. Man, like... I'm talking about like bands today, like. Oh, it's bands today. Oh, okay. Um. Went to shit. Slipknot. Exactly. Um... Zathras country album. <laughs> it's not country. <laughs> it's fucking folk. <laughs> Get, that shit was actually It tight. was fucking good. Yeah, that shit was it actually was just, It was good. out of left field, man. It was so Dude, I weird. Swear to, I swear to God, I'm fucking old. I just like got offended and I started pointing at the computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. <laughs> okay, here's a, here's a real one. Fucking Foo Fighters. Yeah, dude. I can agree with that, too. Yep. That's... That's very fair, dude. Like Foo Fighters is 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 an older band that wants to sound like Imagine Dragons now. Like yo, what was that? Corn too went to shit. Yeah, Corn oh, went to shit time. bad oh, when they went dubs the whole dubstep thing, dude. God. Big time. Yeah, they got they got really really popular and their music style changed so much. Metallica is another big one too. Like early Metallica is just completely unbeatable compared to like. What was that? Garage Inc. Oh my <laughs> God. Load and reload. Like, the St. Like, Angus snare. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's so fucking bad, dude. Like, it's so bad. It's so bad. But, um, oh, my God. What was that band that we, we found out that they had a metal album? Uh, or it wasn't a metal album, like a thrash album or something. It was on the way back from San Antonio. Are you talking about Goo Goo Dolls? Goo Dolls, yeah. Or no. 90 degrees? Was it Sugar Ray? Sugar Ray. Or Shug- Sugar, Sugar Ray, Ray was also, yeah. Yeah. That's, I guess that's another band, right? Dude, that fucking <laughs> shit was sick, All right, but, bro. Let's be, but let's be fair here. They never went to shit, though. True, true, true. Like, Sugar Ray had that pop game strong, dude. Like That's true. That's true. That surf they pop just, shit. They changed like, genre, yeah, they changed genres, but then they, like, even by changing genres, they, like, still topped. But like, you're talking about Sex Maggot. Yes, and that was um, Goo Goo Dolls before they became Goo Goo Dolls. That's crazy. And Sex Maggot is actually fucking good. And then you hear Iris, and you're just fucking depressed because you're never gonna have Sex Maggot. Yep. <laughs> you think about like you're like, wow, they used to be good. No oh, shit. Um, let's see. What other band that went to shit? Avenged Sevenfold trash. Oh, yeah. hands down. That's at the rev. Like I don't know. I I just think they're like record company. Give us ideas. Oh, this is what we should do. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna sound more like Guns and Roses. So bad, dude. So bad. Trash. Um. Let's see. Ghost. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Ghost oh, went got dude. real bad, dude. Real bad. Dude, Ghost was like. Literally, first two albums, sick. And they're Ghost BC. Fucking, the Ghost, the first two albums were fucking phenomenal. The third one was, man, it was okay. 
but it took a fucking nosedive. Yep. After the third album, it just like it, it wasn't it even like a slow. Dude. Yeah, it wasn't a slow decline. Like okay, like Slipknot, right? Like Slipknot, best example. Their music was slowly declining. They didn't take like oh Iowa came out and then Subliminal Verses was just like god awful. Like no, Subliminal Verses definitely was not as good as Iowa, but it wasn't like trash and then like it it slowly just got worse and worse with ghost it was like after the third album it just completely turned to shit like oh my god you you understand some some wild shit people used to say that like blood brothers went to shit with with the crimes album and i'm like how that was a good fucking album what do you mean but people hated the crimes album when when it came out they were saying like like that blood brothers went to shit it was right before they right before they fucking quit and that they went to shit and all that even like now, like people bash on the fucking new new daughters album, like they're like, oh, it's fucking dad rock now. I'm like, what do you mean? It's old, it's literally old daughters. Like what the fuck? Like I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand how people hate on that that new daughters. It's really like, good. It's it, it's it's like really like like it feels like a like a slower, more like intense version of like hell songs. I like, just think that people are are used to this spastic shit that they they don't understand when a band wants to change its sound. But like the difference is like if you change your sound and you still sound good, that's one thing. If you change your sound and you fucking sound like fucking Fran Dres- Drescher having an orgasm, <laughs> like come on, dude, you're like your your band's not shit anymore. And like to be fair, that's like right, some... Billy Joel. I'm talking to you. <laughs> some bands can't scream for fucking like Wait. thirty years, dude. Like you know, get to be realistic. What the <laughs> Frank, <laughs> dude, I heard that. Like the moment Jay said that, I could not get like my brain made that sound. <laughs> like <laughs> gonna haunt you for a fucking couple of days. Fran Drescher having an orgasm. Wow. Holy shit! Like I'm sorry if you guys like Green That's Day. And I, don't, I don't. I don't mean. I don't mean to like offend you guys, but that new album is fucking dog shit. I think it my dog so shit out prettier bad. shit than that. Like honestly, dude, that <laughs> that that album is really fucking bad, and it is a th- like, dude, it makes American Idiot look fucking amazing, dude. Like I now think like American American Idiot is like one of the better Green Day albums. Yeah, has because that- because this album is so fucking bad. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's really, really, really bad. I mean, you could, like, take it back, too, right? And kind of, like, if we were going to talk about older shit, too. The Misfits. Oh, yeah, dude. When like, Cheryl only came in, it was over. Shit. Um, yep. Fucking Sonic Youth. I think Pan- I was never I think a fan Panic of Sonic Youth. Disco- I think Panic at the Disco got to trash after the first album. Hot Take? Oh, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that, too. The Panic. Yep. But, no, Hot Take fucking anything after Kid A Radiohead was OK Computer before or after that I think it was before, before right hot, okay hot, nah, I'm fine hotter take all of Radiohead I didn't like I think anything after Meteora by Linkin Park success <laughs> hot take all of, all of Linkin Park <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew he was. I knew he Yo, was gonna De- say. Deftones after White Pony. Oh, Deftones too. <laughs> That's I fair. knew he was gonna say that. Dude, Def- Deftones are just fucking boring, dude. 
Oh, also, like, fuck Lamb of God, too. Like, while I'm, like, gonna get blasted, I don't give a fuck. What was that album? Uh, by Lamb of God that I liked? Who gives a shit? The only one. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a- is it Ashes of the uh, of the Wake or whatever? Ashes of the Wake. Yeah. Ashes of the Wake. I like that album. That's what everybody listened to back then, and I'm like, why this this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Marilyn Manson. I never liked him. I, really, I didn't really like any of his newer stuff. The thing is, like Marilyn Manson was wasn't really like going for anything. He was. Going more the the shock thing, yeah. So like to me, Marilyn Manson was more of an artist than a fucking musician. I can agree with that. Yeah. So I like can I that. can't really agree with Manson's like fucking like I couldn't fucking say that as a person like he's a piece of shit, and I could say that you know like even his performances like when he lasts more than an hour like you know, but like musically I mean like he's always just been a weirdo so. Um, I like when he went. Sorry, uh, let me just say this real quick about yeah, Manson. Um, when he went from being, you know, that that dark, edgy guy, and he did that whole goth fucking like burlesque shit. I mean, like it was weird, but I mean, like it wasn't a terrible change. It works on an art, yeah. art level. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say I I I'm not a fan of the new Nine Inch Nail stuff, but I do like Trent Reznor's film scores. Wait, you don't like early Nine Inch Nails? No, uh, the newer. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I, I could, I could agree. Kind of, Trent Reznor kind of went downhill. But his film scores are, really, are really good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Ender Shikari only has one good album. That's very true. What the fuck was <sighs> the second sad. album called? Common Skies. I don't even, fu- I don't even fucking know because it sucked. Was, I think it was Common Skies or some shit like that. The what? I, I, I don't Joy Division. No, I don't think it was Common Skies. I think Common Skies was the first album. Joy Division for real though. Joy, Di- Joy Division. One album. What the fuck, Andy? They're still making music. That's what I said. Who? Oh, it's Take to the Skies. Take to the Skies is the first. That, Common Dreads a, is the is the Common second Dreads. One. That album sucked balls. Yeah, that album and onward are trash. After I heard Common Dreads, I was like, oh no, it's over. This band's gonna suck now. Holy shit! I haven't listened to Andrew Shikari or like looked at looked them up since like 2015. Yeah, they have like, they're like super popular now. They have like a lot of albums, Are they but really? their sound is, yeah, like in the UK they like sell out shows, like stadium shows. Oh, they're not they're that like big. big. They only have 500 like, and 57,000 monthly listeners. I mean, it's big, right? <laughs> but it's not like huge. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I can't really think of anything. There's so many bands. There's so many bands that just like... The thing is, these bands need to figure out like what age they're trying to portray and like what, who their general audience is. Yeah. They can't pull the same numbers for the same people that were listening to them. Like the same age group that were listening to them when they grew up. Or like when they blew up. Yeah, that's fair. Like, like how many fucking deathcore bands do you see still with the fucking MySpace hair and the fucking tattoos? And the Breeze... I haven't heard a song with Breeze in it in a long time. <laughs> I'm gonna be really honest with you. Now that's either because that music like stopped becoming like a thing, or like I just haven't like listened 
to anything. I feel forever. like SAS is making a big comeback from MySpace. Like, the whole, like, SAS and, and like, the whole, like... The SAS core yeah, shit. Yeah, and the, the, fucking, the, the scene uh, grind, like, white belt like, shit. Yeah. Like, even, like, with, like, like Sea Space Cowboy and shit like that, like, it's making a big comeback. Sea Space comeback. Cowboy and Gloss and, yeah. It's making, it definitely making, making a comeback, like, like... And it's, it was kind of prevalent in the MySpace scene, like... Number twelve was was very like like scene like scenish like like sass core grind and even drop it gorgeous was the same way too and shit like it it was it was kind of prevalent there um and it feels it, it is like making a a pretty big comeback and shit at least with like like uh some of the bands I listen to and shit yeah like what other aesthetics do you guys think are fucking stupid like for people to pull off now. Anything from the scene days. Yeah, dude. And punk aesthetic is still all the same. Yeah, that's <laughs> it never, never changes. Like the the punk aesthetic never changes. The hardcore aesthetic always changes. Dude, like you, you want to know the like? Okay, the, the thing about hardcore is you could either have two <laughs> things, right? They're wearing a hardcore yeah. shirt and jeans, but then you could have like on the other note, they could be wearing like a like a no doubt t shirt and like shorts. <laughs> Or, it's always like they always look like they just got back from the gym. Yeah. yeah. Or like or like they're they have like a tank top, but it's usually like a jersey of some short with like basketball the shorts. Fucking meatheads, dude. And like and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whatever the fucking meatheads would wear. And then you ha- you also have the dudes that always like stand in the corner with the blue hoodie and they have like the hoodie over their head. <laughs> and for some reason some reason they're always bald. Like they never have hair underneath. The hoodie, the hoodie. with the cap, dude. It's but, the hoodie with the cap. That's what it is. Or, or, or it's either their their hoodie with a ball, their hoodie and bald, or hoodie and a cap. It, it, okay, it's one but, of those okay. two. But, that... <laughs> but you guys are talking about like people that actually you know like that listen to the music. I'm talking about like actual like gimmicks, I guess. Let me think. I know. I think I think corpse paint should be just fucking done with. <laughs> I agree with that. I. I okay, okay. Okay. Here. Okay. It, it depends. It depends. No. Okay. Here, here's the thing. Depends. Here's the thing. More metal bands. Like doing fucking like, just like the black over like their natural skin color. I think it's kind of stupid. Like, just just take that out and the, all the fucking like bullets and like fucking edge lord shit. Like, just fucking play the music. Yeah. But, but also like, unless you're doing it for anonymity, I think you should just get get like just fucking get, like get it over with. Like, you're not fucking, you're not fucking mayhem in the nineties. Like, you're not immortal. Like, stop it. So I think it I honestly I like it when it like fits the aesthetic. Like I mean I guess I, I'm right? really, like I I I'm going to be like I'm going to be really honest like bands like um it well it just depends like right? when I want like, to go I mean, see bands like bands like Immortal and shit like you can't tell them not not to wear corpse paint. That's fucking Immortal. Like or it's fucking uh a bath or whatever, right? Like that guy's known for having it's like yeah, I can see like it's like no makeup kiss right but like that was just like a portion and like a gender like a that was just like an experimentation era for them to like not wear like their makeup on stage but like if you like before like the last shows that like kiss ever played like they wore their makeup all right here's the thing that's though. like here's the thing like a band like fucking behemoth okay like you're just doing it for a fucking reaction like dude everybody knows what nurgle fucking looks like right and everybody, yeah, he's like fucking poster boy for Instagram model, and it's just like, so your whole fucking six 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 gimmick shit, right? You're still wearing corpse paint. It's just like get the fuck over it, dude. 
Like, everybody knows what you so, look like. Just fucking play the music. I feel like if it's a band that's already established, I feel like they have a pass. But I feel like if it's a... Um, not exactly corpse paint, right? But if it's like... Like, let's say it's like a folk metal band or like a um, Viking metal band and they have like, you know, war paint on. Kind of fucking like... Uh, uh, like um, see, but that that aesthetic is different than like Teresa's paint. and shit. When they have like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's if it's traditional corpse paint, I think it's corny as fuck. Yeah, exactly. That's like what I'm you, saying. If, if, yeah, if you if you're a new band and you have corpse paint on, you're corny as shit. Like you're, it's like, like you were even, saying, like you're not fucking mayhem in the '90s. Even like, if stop. you sound fucking amazing, like I'm still gonna laugh at you for for wearing makeup. <laughs> yeah, you you could you could sound cold as fuck. Like that's fine, but. I'm still gonna laugh at you because you have clown makeup on your face. Ra- like rappers wearing fucking black metal shirts. Rappers wearing metal shirts in general. You know those those motherfuckers don't listen to it. Exactly, dude. Like. So okay, it <laughs> it depends. So. Okay. That, like, okay. Like somebody of, like, like look 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 okay. rappers like Bones and Ghost. Yeah, I was gonna like, say that. Those guys. Those two have. They've had interviews and they have said before that uh, they these were the bands that they were listening to when they were growing up. But, so they're but, fans of those bands. But somebody like Kanye wearing like fucking Exodus t-shirt. Like, come on, dude. Yes. Okay, or that's, who, that's who a wore, whole different story. Who wore that one battle vest one time with the fucking spike? Was it Chris Brown? Yes. Yes, yeah, she's shit like that, dude. It's like, come on, dude. Like, you know, you don't fucking like regularly dress like this or whatever. Like, you're being a clown, dude. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I hate... It, it, I hate that it shit. just it just really depends because you can tell when like again I use Ghostmane as like a big a big one because there's but, a lot of but then again like where he wears like a lot of black metal. But then again, like Ghostmane aesthetic is that. Yeah. Yeah. That see with Ghostmane yeah. it doesn't count for him because that that's fine. Like I I don't like him. But I don't like him. But like that is his thing. Like you know the whole like. The whole metal thing, but, and shit, you know. But what rappers should stop doing is getting fucking face tattoos, dude. Yes, I agree. I agree. Please stop. It. Also, you look fucking ridiculous. And I, I hate to keep bashing on rappers, but rappers calling shit goth—that's not goth. Like, oh uh, yeah, good example. Facts. Like, here is I. I like I like fucking um, Wicca Face Music Eternal. They're really good rapper. But like he has a thing called, called, called the Goth Boy Click, and it was like him and like Lil Tracy, Lil Peep. Lil Peep, and they're not fucking goth. Like they're nothing about them is goth, and it's like like don't call yourself Goth Boy goth- Click, and you're all not even goth. They're fucking like a bunch of fucking sad boys. Goth Boy, Goth Boy Click was started by Lil Peep. Yeah, it's like, like that was that's like his that's like his like crew or whatever. Yeah, it was him and Lil Tracy and, and Wicca and like some other guys, but it's like yo, like, like none of them are goth. Like Wicca dresses like super like nerdy. Little people is super like sad. Little Tracy's just, just you know fucking SoundCloud rapper like. So with with Little Peep, it's different because I feel like his music is very melancholy. So, and it you can totally tell that like there is definitely like a fucking somber. But very he, like he, he led definitely like he leaned more towards like the whole like quote unquote emo side of things like. With his samples yes, and his yeah, lyrics so and I shit. feel that, that I feel like I feel like people were very quick to label him that way, and I I mean like I'm not gonna fucking say what genre he is or he isn't. I'm not the fucking artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but 
he just like you can understand why he would call his group of people that way like just based on the type of music that he makes like because either way you look at it right like you could say like oh he started this like emo rap shit but like the emo movement started from goth movement <laughs> like that's that's where like like the whole like and then again like we had this argument that like emo doesn't exist but like the whole emo aesthetic like it it's derived from goth so like it like it's not really like it's not really far-fetched for him to say that but that's not that's just him i don't know anybody else in that like small group or whatever like i don't know what kind of music they make or not but like as far as little peep goes himself like i can see how that like corresponds you know like how that relates but yeah i don't know uh one thing i don't like uh is i feel like rappers really need to like and i, I know this is gonna be a thing right um but rappers should like totally calm down with this chain size man yeah for real dude. like I I'm not gonna lie, like, dude, when you have, like, a ridiculously oversized chain, like, I'm not even paying attention to the music anymore, because your chain is in the shot, like, every 15 seconds, and it's so fucking huge that I can't, like, like, if I'm watching a music video, and it's, like, a rapper, and he's going off, or whatever, and his chain is, like, five times the size of his chest, I'm like, dude, okay, like, please, pop, but what thing, get it, what, got, one thing that bothers me about that is, like, we get it. Like, you guys have money. Like, yes, yeah, we yes, all know you're saying, all like, fucking selling out get and it. shit. Like, we, we get it. We know. Like, you don't gotta fucking, like, prove anything, you know? But it's like, as controversial as 6ix9ine is, like, he has, like, some of the biggest fucking necklaces. Like, dude, dude, my dude. Like, stop. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> dude, seriously. Like, you already look like a clown. You're just making yourself look more of a clown. Yep. I mean, like, okay, but with rappers like Riff Raff, they kind of do it for, like, the meme or whatever. That's kind of different. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Pussy pop. And sometimes, sometimes, the, the like, the, the necklace pieces are pretty dope, right? Like, I, uh, one of, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Ugly God. He got, a, he recently got a piece, and it was, it's the, uh, uh, the Millennium Puzzle. Oh, that, that, that's, yeah, I saw that. That was kind of cool. Dude, like, that's, that's pretty cool. It was the Millennium like, have, Puzzle, like, like, all dimed out, right? Yeah, yeah, I saw all, that. Like, decked out. Pop punk bands yeah, that sick. like try to be like heavier, or, like hardcore, like like fucking Chunk No Captain Chunk with their breakdowns and shit. Like, no, just I hate that dude. Dudes. <laughs> hey dudes, are you hey, ready? Dudes, to? Are you ready to? Oh, I I hate, but I hate that like the fucking like the chugging. It's so like, dude, like that doesn't belong in pop punk. It sounds really and weird. it and it doesn't go with the music. Even even fucking newfound glory when they tried to do it that one that on that one album and it was really bad. It's like, dude, like no, like even they realizing like like stop doing that on the next album like yeah Ch chunk no captain chunk is really like when you think about that it's really funny because like the the breakdowns are like super fucking heavy and like real chunky you know, and then all of a sudden you hear like yeah the keyboard to the booty booty, like we're all like up in the guy's like smiling dude like fucking like so happy like dude, you know and like, the guitars the guitarists and the basses look like they're gonna murder somebody i've like, i've never met somebody who actually likes that band Dude, they're so meme-worthy, dude. 
<laughs> yeah, that song. That song is literally the only song I've heard from that band. Yeah, I'm not same dude. Lie. But even it. But even it's that so song, bad. you could hear it. Like the opening chug riffs. The fucking guitarists and the basses look like they're gonna fucking murder your dog. And then like the singer comes out and he's got like a fucking like super peppy happy high school fucking like <laughs> smile. He's like dancing. It's like it's so. What weird, the fuck dude. is going it's, on? It's so like, confusing. Like sonically, it's so confusing. But anyways, we should kind of like move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we can. Uh, two famous bands that we hate to admit that are good. I'll go first, and I'll, and I'll fucking okay. say, I hate them. I can't stand them. But you can't argue with album sales, and you can't argue with their algorithm that they have all their fucking fans buying their shit up. Nickelback. I was about to say that. Diamond selling. That was like fucking band. That was the number one band I thought of when I was reading this. I was like Nickelback, and like for what? Like, man, they're not bad for what they do. They're just like because they're just very like staples dad rock, but they kind of like yeah exactly kind of like created the the kind of dad rock genre, I guess. Like, (laughs) so you can't really hate them for it because I mean they're kind of like the founders, unfortunately, of like of dad rock, you know. Of shitty radio butt rock. Yeah. But at the same like, time, honestly, like, you can't argue with those album sales, right? Yeah, like, they did. Yeah. They're doing something right, obviously. And there's been science behind Nickelback, too. Like, people looking into their lyrics and breaking them down and, you know, going into their songs and, you know, dissecting them and shit. And they, a lot of people, re- like, found out that they actually use an algorithm with their lyrics. So, like, if you know huh. one Nickelback song, you probably know them all, to be honest. Yeah. But at the same time, like, people like catchy shit. And if they like the way it sounds, they're going to buy the albums. Like, how can you yeah. fucking, like, they're the biggest band in Canada. Like. I I hate I, to fucking say this, dude. But I I, I, I found a song that I kind of like by Suicide Boys and I'm so pissed. I told you it was going to happen. It's uh, Dead by Dawn. That's a pretty good song. So it's catchy. I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say this is a band per se, and uh, but I would get so dude I would get so much shit. <laughs> um, I don't think Bad Bunny is terrible. He's not terrible. It just you can't understand like, what he's saying. Dude. I, Wait, I, is, that, is that the reggaeton guy? Yeah, he sounds. I don't know who that is. Like, he sounds like zanned out like all the time, dude. You can't understand what he's I saying. I don't. I. I don't think he's terrible. That's like, that's only great. I actually went back. I I went back and I lit like because look like I don't like saying something sucks without doing my research without first. without, you know without the mean? homework. Yeah, exactly. Like I need to have the homework. So if I want to say because like dude, everybody says this guy sucks and it's so th- this artist is so polarizing. Like it, it's crazy. Like it, it's like either people like him. A lot, or they think he fucking is completely garbage, and I'm I I'm not I'm gonna be honest. Like I didn't really listen to him outside of like what people would play at work, and to me it just sounded like basic reggaeton stuff, which I'm you know we live in the fucking valley. We're so fucking that's literally all we hear you all want, the time. Can I say an artist that I fucking actually like that I hate to admit that I like? Go for it, Marshmello. Really. I, I fucking wow. love Marshmello. Huh. I actually I I know of him. I haven't had 
Like I didn't take, I haven't taken the time to listen to his music. I like that that the collab you did with with uh, with Bastiel. That was that was a pretty yeah. Cool that song. that song's fucking hype. Have it's you seen the music song. video for it? Yeah, it's fucking sad, dude. With the yeah, dog yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, man, dude. That shit's hella sad. But yeah, but yeah, like that. Bad Bunny is not terrible, and like if you like reggaeton at all, like you would really like this guy. And he, the thing is, is that like his music, like. It, it's so all over the place like every song that i've listened to like yeah it has the same like that fucking reggaeton tempo right but like he he kind of is very experimental but with, at like, the same time like you got it's cool the thing is about reggaeton and shit like that's today's tejano technically like yeah exactly except not in fucking country it's more in the fucking rap genre y- yes but it's just like yeah I don't understand why people hate on it. Like it's just culturally aware music. Like, like you're yeah, you're gonna fucking dude, and if you you're have, gonna dog on reggaeton, but you're gonna fucking listen to K-pop. Like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Ex- exactly. Ex- that's that was like yeah, that's a big thing for me. Like if you think you like fucking Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, but you hate Bad Bunny, like how, like I don't know. Like it, it's also like, dude, that guy is that guy is crazy, dude. Like his most recent music video. I think, uh, it um, I think the song is called Yo Pareo Sola, and he dresses in drag, and he like gets himself with like tits and shit, and pretends to be like he dresses as like two chicks, two two or three different chicks, and like dances and shit while he's like singing his song and stuff. It's it's so innovative, like his music and like the way he's like portraying his art is is crazy. Like, there's just so much to take in. Like he has like. He has a song that has three different music video versions. Like, the the music, like, it's just all this stuff that's, like, packaged all in one. It's crazy. It's it's actually really, really interesting to, like, pay attention to. And the music isn't bad. Like, there. people people that, like, listen to any sort of Tejano, like, or reggaeton music, like, at all, like, you guys don't, you guys can't say that, like, this is trash because it's not. So there, there's a band and artist that I don't like admitting that I like. Um, so Secrets, Secrets After Sex is really good, but man, they're fucking pretentious as hell, dude. And like, I hate admitting that I like them because like, there's no way around they're, it. Like, they're fucking. They're pretentious. actually pretty fucking good, though. They are. They're they're Wait, really who? good. Secrets Secrets After Sex. Oh, okay. They're okay. really good. But they're they're like hella pretentious though. So it's it's kind of like I hate saying I like them because they're so pretentious. Um, them and fucking Taylor Swift, of course. I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. But, like, I don't like her, like... There's nothing wrong everybody, with Tay-Tay, bro. Everybody knows you're a white girl, Eric. But the thing is, I, I like her pop <laughs> stuff more than her country stuff. That's where I get a lot of shit for. Oh, ooh. That, that's where I get a lot of shit for. What? Exactly. What? Exactly. I don't think she's an... I don't think she's an artist outside of her country shit. Like, yeah, 1984 and on, is, I, like, I like that shit. Like, that's my jam. So... So you 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 didn't like red. I mean, it's not that I don't like country shit. I just like the pop stuff more. Dude, I don't know, man. Here, red was so good, dude. What, what 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 about Creed? Like, I'm not saying I like them, but they're another band who you know. They were catchy. Got something right, they dude. Had, like they had a they fucking had some, following, though. They had some tracks that that one that they did for uh, Scream. That one was pretty good. What's it called? What, what if? if? I think. Yeah, that one was. That's pretty. It's okay. I don't like, like Creed, it's not, but it's not trash. But you gotta like, admit that they 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 were good for what they did, right? I agree. And another fucking artist that I could probably say that 
does the same shit and I really don't give two shits about it's like oh fuck I had it on the top of my no I really talked about Nickelback uh, it was in my head until Megan walked out <laughs> <laughs> we could come back to me okay um I, I, oh, I want to oh, I, I, I remember I... now <laughs> sorry shit. sorry like Limp Bizkit and shit like they were good okay. dude they, they, they okay, were good come they, on they dude some, they, they had some bangers Limp Bizkit and Kid Rock like I was never a Kid they Rock were, fan they were not good though <laughs> this is the thing but they did something yeah, like, right like according to album sales and shit For some reason, I'm like thinking of that time period, and all I can think of is that uh, that song. What's it? Cause it's all in my head. Oh, <laughs> Nelly and over uh, and over again. <laughs> Yo, that was a fucking yeah. slapper, dude. That song is so good, dude. That, that I don't know why that popped good. into my head. I don't know why that popped into my head. Um. Yeah, man. There's there. there I mean, there's a lot of bands that like. Like okay, I like early Linkin Park, um, but I don't like anything after Meteora. But their bef- like their albums before Chester passed away were like like going crazy. Like people were super crazy about like the new Linkin Park. I mean, I don't like that as much as I fucking hate Linkin Park. You got to give them like you know they're one of the first like I guess new metal bands to kind of like cross genres with other artists too so they're kind of doing that innovative shit that yeah. i really don't give them credit for but at the same time like i really can't stand them either like i'm not going to be listening to them and you know anytime soon ever <laughs> or no ever. sometimes like numb will come on and i'll let the fucking like first five seconds play and it's like yeah i like that <laughs> piano part and i'll end up changing it or if like if i'm making fun of it it's another thing too I, I kind of like that best of that album with that like Vermillion on it and shit. The what? The Slipknot album with that had Vermillion on it. What album was that? The bad one? That's uh um Subliminal Versus. I kind of like that album. Not gonna lie. It had Vermillion and Vermillion Part yeah. 2. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was Subliminal Versus. No, I know it was what album it was. It's just like I did <laughs> <laughs> It just kind of shocked me that Eric likes it. It was a good album, dude. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I, I was kind of into guess. that when it came out. <laughs> I guess uh, it wasn't. All right, so uh, yeah, I will see. Let's get in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> let's let, let's go on to I hate City this segment, now. dude. This segment sucks. <laughs> let's fucking move on. All right, so um, we actually had like a uh, a debate earlier on this week. Because we were talking about, uh, I, don't, I don't remember what the to- what the topic was, but Eric just flat out said like "fuck Owl City," oh, and man. me and Jay were like, me and Jay were like, I mean Owl City's Owl City's not yeah, that bad. Yeah, Owl City's pretty dope. Not that bad. Here's my thing, man. Now look, I know, I know. Look, look, look. I know. I, I I'm waiting to hear this story because I know exactly what you're gonna say, Eric. <laughs> The, the I don't think you Owl said City it. Story. I don't think. Yes, yes. I don't think you've told this to Jay yet. So I think I do. I think I know the story already. But, yeah. but our, yeah, our listeners haven't. I've been told this in so yeah. long. So here's my thing. 
Owl City isn't bad. Alright, the guy makes catchy music. It's, it's alright with the fucking 10 million fireflies and shit. But here's the thing. <laughs> 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 the song is unrealistic, man. That's a lot of fireflies. terrifying. I, I wouldn't want to see that shit. But he said, okay, but he says that there's 10 million fireflies that lit up the world as he fell asleep. How can all fireflies be at his exact location lighting up the entire How world? How can he sleep if they there's have light out, dude? Like, sleep but- with <laughs> <laughs> what? That's too much light, bro. I was thinking so, so he but couldn't have been like so fucking, you know. You don't think he was comparing bugs to the stars? Damn. That's pretty deep, Jay. Let's go. This, Let's this, go. I'm dead serious. Like, Yeah, I can see that. Or even if he wasn't, fireflies are very small, Eric. Ten million fireflies can definitely be okay, spread but around. If but they the thing is, far, world, okay, 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 okay. Time out, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> fireflies are fucking rare, dude. Nowadays, like you tell me how many fucking fireflies you see like rolling around at night. Not ten million. See, unrealistic. It's unreal. Where the so, fuck are ten million fireflies? Not, Come on, they're they're like not ten million. <laughs> they're endangered. Well, you think? Very <laughs> 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 Protect the fireflies brought to you by Owl City 2020. <laughs> Fucking call PETA. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna need like a firefly reserve and it's in the back of Owl City's house. <laughs> Come see the last of the fireflies. Oh my god. Alright, continue your story. Like, can we can we move from the fucking fireflies? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, was so... funny. Oh the my god, the Owl City story. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 oh my fucking god. Alright. The Owl City that story. Was hilarious. Here's why I, I actually don't like Owl City. So back on, on back going back to MySpace days, um, there was so there used to be things called called net labels, where it was like record labels are run just, just mainly through the internet. It was good for promotion, good for to like get your albums out, like spread out everywhere else. And um, I don't remember the name of the label, but there is net label on MySpace that I got on, along with Owl City. <laughs> back in the MySpace <laughs> days, it was me and him on the same fucking net label. And he like all of a sudden fucking blew up and shit with his fucking song about the fireflies. And like he's like huge now. It's like, dude, like that could have that should have been me. That could have been me, man. Fuck, I, fuck, I was sitting. I, Eric, I Eric, Eric, say, Eric. Let's let's be real here. I could have written the, the same song. What the fuck did you dude. sing that was catchy? I could have written the same fucking song. No, you're me. you're afraid of fireflies. You weren't gonna write the same song. I'm not afraid of fireflies. I just want to sleep. You could not believe your eyes. Eric's scared of fireflies. Can you imagine Eric singing that? I killed techno style. <laughs> Alright, we need it we need an we need a fucking Owl City cover. Stat It's coming. Stat. I'm really working on it. The thing is, like my argument is on why he's good is like he just has this catchy vibe that you know like either you're not singing the fucking song you're tapping you're tapping your foot over the fucking beat 
Like even that one song he did with that one chick, I forgot her name. Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Like that was a that was a that pretty was, good was pretty song. Good. Like, yeah, it was a it, pretty good song. He had very uh, upbeat like synth pop like melodies that were that were like really hard to get out of your head. And then like with the lyrics and stuff. I like country. his voice. Yeah, yeah that, I, I like his voice, voice too. He had that indie that indie voice that. Yeah. You know, like he had all the all the elements of of being a, a pop star. Yeah. Exactly. I drink water. So technically, get it, Eric. You're jealous. What, yeah. What's your main? What what, okay, I was about to ask what your main reason <laughs> was. Because it wasn't me. That's that's my main reason. Because it wasn't fucking me. <laughs> Fuck Owl City. Because because him and Owl City crossed paths on some net label <laughs> that like probably only released like one Ico no, no, Techno no, no. album. I know that, but it's just like <laughs> didn't what's release up? Any. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been me. <laughs> it could have been me. <laughs> what, what's the name of your first album? Mine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> <laughs> My very very first album. Uh, I think it was. Was it Eat the Rich? No, it was Nightmares at Twelve. Nightmares at Twelve O'clock. I think was what it was called. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Eat the Rich was like your second or third. Yeah, that was like my third, maybe fourth. Okay, and then let me tell you, I will see this first record of June. <laughs> what the fuck is more catchy? That's debatable. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> that could have been me, Jay. I think. I think. Are we're you okay? Have okay. To okay. Okay. <laughs> Eric, would you write a, a a song called Panda Bear? <laughs> Fuzzy blue lights. Oh hell yeah! Uh, That's got I kill techno written all over. There's got another it, one. Give me another one. There's got to be one. Early birdie. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> give me one more. I got this. I got this. I'll go to the third album and pick one. <laughs> Dent- <Early birdie. laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> Oh no! That's not automatic. Okay. No. <laughs> okay, I'm going. <laughs> it's funny because Andy stopped this podcast too. <laughs> oh, the song's called Dental Care. <laughs> See, I, I might name it that. That that's a possibility. Oh my god! With like I'm sorry, a Andy, picture I love of like you. haggard ass teeth. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you would not name a song Dental Care. Don't even lie. An album, maybe. Maybe an album. Maybe. Probably not. It wouldn't be my first Dental choice. Dental Care. Early Birdie, dude. Early Birdie. That's, that's, got, that's, that's my got dude, Techno written. My all next over album, it. Early Birdie. Watch out for it, dude. Next month, Early Birdie. It's coming out. It's going to be nothing but like just repeats of like. Owl City's fireflies <laughs> over and over and over I don't, again. I don't think I don't think Eric would write I don't think Eric would write a fucking song called Hospital Flowers. I mean I like the name, but no, I I don't think I can do that. It's difficult. I don't know, maybe you should just revisit his music, Eric. You might like it. I, I don't hate his music. I'm that should have been me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> 
I don't, that's my only gripe with Owl City. That should have fucking been me, man. I should have been Owl City. Dude, you would have fucking killed yourself if you fucking like got that <laughs> recognition. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you would have hated it. You could... <laughs> I could see Eric you're like in front of all those people. I know, right? <laughs> I would not believe your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> While he's moshing and like fucking pushing people in the crowd, oh, punching twelve-year-old girls face. in the fucking <laughs> <laughs> with a face mask on and shit. <laughs> with my ski mask, you would not believe. <laughs> <laughs> fucking throwing trash cans on his hands down his pants. Oh my god, I want dude! To make myself bleed. <laughs> oh my god! I'm done. Holy I'm shit. Done. That's the episode. Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit, dude. Okay, so. Oh my god. At the end of the oh. debate, Owl City's good and I'm just jealous. Yeah, I'm just mad. Yep. I'm just so, yep. salty as fuck. Oh my oh, god. <laughs> that was uh, fucking funny, dude. Fuck. Holy shit. Oh, that was really funny. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> um but uh but yeah, so to the next next segment, uh we're actually uh this is taking the place of uh Jay's hot take today, guys. So if you guys were expecting a Jay's hot take, um just be on the lookout for the next episode. They'll be back. Don't Jay's worry. Hot take. Um, Damn, son, where'd you find this? Jay, Jay had an idea that we, we definitely wanted to um, implement and start making like a, a little bit more of a regular segment on our show. Um, I don't know if you want to like explain a little yeah. bit more about it, Jay. Basically, what we're going to do is like kind of like to expand like our music, musical horizons or whatever, our musical endeavors and like maybe like find something that we thought we wouldn't have liked before so basically we pick up we pick three genres from a um a pre-existent list that i wrote out um and it's gonna be on a randomizer so what we're gonna do is we're gonna pick three random genres and then we're either gonna pick a band that we we've personally never heard of or that maybe one of us has heard that genre so they have like a band recommendation or an artist recommendation that um, we're going to review on the next episode. So that's yeah. honestly basically like the knitting grit. And what we're going to do today is on the podcast, we're going to pick the genres. So you guys could have something to look forward to next um, podcast in case like, you know, it's a genre that you like. Yeah. And also if it's a band or an artist that um, we've already listened to or like uh, an album that we've already heard before, uh, it gives us a chance to uh, revisit that artist or that album, uh, especially if it's something that we haven't heard in a really long time, because uh, maybe our opinion for, about it changed. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if it's um, so, it's, it's a really good idea, and I thought definitely want to continue it on because again, it, it definitely does expand our musical horizons a little bit and gets us to listen to stuff that we've probably never heard before. Um, so I definitely want to try it out for sure. For sure. All right, you ready to get these genres? Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, Andy. For you, we're gonna do okay. Bubblegum pop. 
Ooh, nice. Oh, sweet. <laughs> nice. Bubblegum Popper Andy. Now, we're not going to be saying the name of the bands this, this episode until next episode. You're going to, like, kind of see, like, what, what we're going to do. And we're also going to have a criteria about what we're going to, like, we're going to do, like, a little mini review. So, for Eric. Something good. Something good. Uh, no whammies. You get folk pop. Folk pop? Yeah. Interesting. I'm down. And then for me... <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, get, I don't like that laugh. I get gangster rap. Oh, oh nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, so how we're going to do this, we're... Um, not on the podcast, but we're going to go over some, like, shit. Like, maybe we, one of us has recommendations that the other person hasn't heard of or whatever. And we'll let you guys know in the next episode. Yeah, what we what we think about the album. Um, you know, just to give our two cents about it. I, ha- I have, like, like a little questionnaire so that I wrote out, too. So. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we're just going to go off that. So, um, basically, we'll all be giving a little bit more musical discussion uh, musical discussion uh segment next episode based on uh and like you know it's like you said we have all week to listen to this stuff so um we'll definitely be taking a, a deep dive into that uh so be on the lookout for that on the next episode um but yeah with that being said um did you guys have anything else to uh, add to the episode today anything else you want to <laughs> want to point out <laughs> um, fuck Owl City. I want some pizza. <laughs> Eric, you never could have written Fireflies, bro. I'm sorry. To that that could have been me, bro. You don't know. You don't know, man. <laughs> there's an, there's an alter timeline where I, I did write Fireflies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess that's the end of the episode, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening, following us on, um, you know, catching up with our episodes and stuff. Uh, we're trying a bunch of new things here and there to try to make things fresh for you guys. So, uh, definitely keep a lookout for stuff, um, because we're going to be trying some new things, adding and taking away from some episodes. So it's not always going to be the same repetitive stuff. Uh, so definitely go follow us on all our social medias Twitter, Facebook also um, if you like what we're doing with these reviews and if you want us to personally review something for you guys um, give us at least a week's notice so we could like actually delve into like whatever you want us to review yeah that would be kind of cool uh, doing like a, a, a fan submission if you guys have like albums or artists that like um, you think we might have not heard before um, definitely send them uh, our way uh, so we could definitely take a look into them because like we're always we're always looking to expand our our music knowledge so no matter what genre it is either um, and I know we talk a lot of shit but we actually give everything that we listen to a chance first yeah yeah yep yep so so um yeah definitely if you again like Jay said if you've got any recommendations hit us up uh, again Facebook Twitter anchor uh soundcloud you can even message us on there if you need to linkedin google plus tumblr (laughs) myspace r.i.p um 
Rest in peace, MySpace. Rest in peace, yeah. MySpace. <clears throat> Miss it. Um, uh, but that's it, guys. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening and tuning in to us, and catch you guys on the next episode. Later. Peace. Bet. Yeah.